Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the ninth place finisher of Dark Forest, Ace in the Desert, about paranoia and overanalyzing. I'm joined today by the ninth place finisher in Alliance Dark Forest, uh, the tenth player eliminated, and the third member of the jury, uh, as he went by in the game, Ace in the Desert. Hi, Ace. Hey. How are things going? Things are okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how often have you thought back to your time in dark forest in the i guess year or so that that it's been it was a pretty involved experience i think it was one of the new major i it's on a small handful list of things i remember from doing last year for for better or worse so uh it was a it was a great time i'm just kidding um but yeah um i remember it pretty I guess I don't know. I yeah. I guess I guess we'll find out if that's if that's true or not. I guess we'll find out. I was looking back last night at like eleven a.m. eleven p.m. when I couldn't sleep. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, so I guess let's let's start before the season even began. Um, you, you know, I'm looking at your application. Uh, you are uh, famously infamously um a real life friend of ari yes that's true <laughs> uh, and you put down that he had floated the idea to like a friend group of yours to play alliance and you decided to do so because yay quarantine and you were bored fair yes yeah. <laughs> pretty accurate ari was watching a bunch of I don't know. He, he was giving lots of like movie and TV recs to our college friend group, and I was really bored because I just moved to a new state, to Arizona, and so and then COVID happened, and I started binging Survivor because he suggested that to me, um, and then he's and then with that he suggested that I sign up for this, so I kind of started watching Survivor. Um, I watched I binged like seven seasons in a month or two months or something like that, and signed up for this along the way and just kind of plunged into it and it was a fun distraction because it couldn't do much anyway <laughs> <laughs> right so <clears throat> oh well uh yeah um i don't know i i'm like looking through your uh your application i'm like i just like there's all these things i remember talking about um pre-season when we did i think we did an episode uh the production team and i did it like a little I don't know, preview of like the cast and whatnot um, oh. together. And I'm like remembering like, you know, all like all the hobbies that you have and, and the bridge and uh, catastrophe modeling analyst, which I don't know what that actually is, but it sounds like super highfalutin. <laughs> yeah, it's just pricing data analytics for like, <clears throat> um, like cat events like hurricane and earthquake and wildfire, like figuring out what your deductible should be if you're Oh, nice. For a uh, big natural pearl in an area or whatever. Okay. <laughs> sounds, uh... It sounds like what I would have put down, though. 
my work and bridge. Yep. <laughs> yep. I didn't have much to break down. Well, I guess, you know, I don't know, like you, so you had said like you were starting to watch Survivor and that was around, you know, time you applied for this and, and so on. What about the concept of Survivor and by extension Alliance is like, I don't know, draws you in and engages with you most? I think it's mostly the strategy, like the like the different layers of having to work. Like I, I think the game theory of like having to work with other people and like not screw yourself over. I don't know. It right. seemed like, that's the part that appealed to me most. <laughs> like, like that's definitely what got me hooked to like the one or two early seasons I walked, and then I was just binging them in the background while I was working from home all day. Nice. So, um, I like strategy games. So like. It kind of felt, that part felt and leaked me. And then I also wanted to do something a little social because I was in a new place and I couldn't go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounded kind of fun just to interact with people in a different environment than like in any environment because I wasn't going out much <laughs> after, my office, after my office closed in March or whatever. <laughs> right. How, I guess, I guess you can probably compare it easier now have you know with being able to look back on on the entire season as a whole but like how how much and and how accurately uh were you did like Ari prepare you for the experience and what was about to happen to you for the next you know three four weeks five weeks oh Ari told me like absolutely I had like (laughs) I had like he, uh, I was in like the bad movie club server or something, and he, I think he shared. I don't know when he shared me. I, I like, I skimmed through the, I skimmed through like Ari's season that he played, but I didn't really go into anything in depth or really look at anything. So I was, I was just going in, having watched like, having just watched like a few early seasons of Survivor and just like, and like basically seeing the premise of like what a what what a server might look like for like the game and. I, I did not really prep. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, okay. So you applied. Um, we said, yeah, absolutely. Uh, friend of Ari. Um, <laughs> we're more than happy to let you play, uh, which really is how we answer every application, if I'm <laughs> mostly being honest. Uh, uh, so you're... You join the server, marooning, um, as someone who, so you mentioned a bad movie club. I know there's a f- small amount of overlap between, maybe a medium-sized amount of overlap, honestly, between like bad movie club and fantasy movie league and, and now Alliance. I, I don't know. They all kind of cropped up from, from the same group of people. Uh, so when you're getting an idea of who's going to be playing the game with you, was there anybody that you recognized? I knew absolutely no one. I mean, I I was in the Bad Movie Club server. I think I started playing like that epic RPG game mm-hmm. at the same time. And I was basically doing that. And I think I went to one or two events with Ari just to like whatever they were watching. But I really I I knew absolutely no one. Okay. I saw that one or two people were in that server, but I had never interacted with like anyone in that server other than Ari and a few of his. And a few of the people playing the RPG game. So like, yeah, didn't know anyone. I glanced I glanced to I glanced who was in that server, but that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Uh, okay, then, I don't know, did your season, there was at least a little bit of conversation in the Marooning channel. Um, I don't know if you remember getting any in partic- any you know positive or negative vibes from any of the people that spoke up. Um, I think I, I took opening notes. I can find my Google sheet. <laughs> I had a sheet the first day, and it quickly, once I found like 30 terms <laughs> or whatever, I gave up. Um, I gave up after like day two or three here. Um, let's see. I wrote marooning impressions. Um, I found Glorfindel obnoxious. That was the that was right on my list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um BBG didn't talk. Bond didn't talk. Crab didn't talk. Glorfindel was going on with the role play. Um, Happy RP was talking about anime and had a cat. Link, link, ding, talk. Jesus, didn't talks. Shooters is from Arizona, which I knew, which I thought was cool because I was in Arizona. Um, Surround table made some jokes, which I thought were nice. Most of the people, Greg was talking about some TV show that I think was his avatar, mm-hmm. and Luke was talking, and Squirb was talking, and I so I flagged. I basically just flagged who talked and who didn't talk to get an idea of who was going to be active and who wasn't. <laughs> and I think it was a pretty good, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a pretty good early read. Like the people that were talking or were being more social. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> didn't know anybody, but you had a little bit of a early read on people. Uh, yeah, good times. Mm-hmm. So we sorted everybody into three different tribes of six. Uh, you ended up on the all-men tribe of <laughs> Fosha, the red tribe, alongside Barker, BBGG, Greg, Cheezus, and Reineke. Yep. Uh, first impressions? That was an interesting tribe. Um, yeah, I don't know, because, well, what, I think I didn't have much... I think the first my first impression was Greg immediately invited like me, and I think it was... BBG and Barker into like a sub channel and said and wanted to form an alliance. <laughs> I didn't have much time to have an impression. It was like we're the four go before anyone notices. <laughs> and I think Jesus or Reneki got online and like immediately came in and was like, "Why is everyone in here?" <laughs> no reason. So that was my impression of the tribe. And then we were plunged into that resource challenge. Um, and that challenge, um, I, I basically only interacted with BBGG because we were basically carrying the entire tribe <laughs> for that challenge. Um, and so I got to talk to him a lot. Um, so I don't know. That was kind of how it, that was at least the start for me. It was kind of a whirlwind because I, was on i feel like very late looking for resources <laughs> yeah uh you would your tribe had won the um setting up the camp like little reward thing uh, oh yeah the, yeah uh the vial of blood that you had received for that and then yeah the resource crafting challenge 24 hours hunt for one you know there's nine different resources you could find and like yeah. you said uh <laughs> you and bbgg uh just housed this challenge um within your own tribe and across all three tribes as well 
Uh, I asked PBGG this, and I don't know if, if it's any similar for you, but like, especially someone you hadn't seen previous seasons where we'd done the, uh, you know, to like really look at command hunting or anything like that. Um, I don't know, like what, if anything, that you can kind of pinpoint made you good at this type of task? I think I was just willing to invest a lot of time in it because like I was not finding the keywords like very well necessarily, but I was just like writing. I was just doing, I was just very persistent. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think a lot of people checked in and put a low and then like basically left as, as soon as the obligation was over. And I was just having fun, like checking out all the channels and it was just like, I don't know. I was just very committed to it off, off off the whatever mm-hmm. out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you found seven things um the unicorn blood thorns apple tree cocoon campfire cultivate and pine cone uh, alongside bbgg's five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen things that he found <laughs> um uh got you guys enough resources uh, to be the only tribe that was able to craft immunity and on top of that you crafted the picnic headdress yeah uh so so about this picnic <laughs> um i don't know i i find this this entire like little event very funny for whatever reason um so it's it it's it's just fun. <laughs> it's you and harpy harpy from from nero they were able to craft this was the only thing they were able to craft and harpy used it so the two of you uh showed up at the picnic uh i think it looks like it was it. at first i was just like in an empty channel trying to figure out why it was here <laughs> uh, you had you had three hours together yeah to do whatever you wanted um we had had a picnic in the first season we did this um but with just two people and uh well if you if you talk to brandon uh, i'm sure he'll tell you how terrible it was for his game but uh there was i don't know things came of it i guess is the point i was making whereas here there's i don't know 10 20 minutes of conversation and then two and a half hours of command spam from you <laughs> and then Maybe. so you know dog pictures gifts uh and that was kind of it yeah i mean i i think i looked at like one of the secret rooms where like ari had found an idol like in preparation for the picnic <laughs> so after like no one was there for five minutes i decided i needed to use the time for that and then i think since the channel hit, I, I, then I felt very awkward when Harpy showed up because, like, <laughs> I just of the channel. <laughs> working for stuff when nothing was there. Uh, and I think we did try to talk. I mean, it was, she was pleasant. It was fine. Like, she, well, I think she was playing, like, some video game I never heard of. I think it was, like, Binding of Isaac or something on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no clue what that was, really. So it was just kind of, I don't know. We just never found a topic to talk about. <laughs> and it was a little hard, too, because I hadn't really talked to my tribe mates that much either besides BBBGG for, like, the command stuff. Like, we had just come 
from that challenge, I didn't really talk to any people besides that quick alliance thing that Greg tried to throw together. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't think either of us was too deep into having a strategy yet. And so because we didn't actually connect on anything, it was sort of like, oh, well, nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, look, at, so you and Harvey both going to make the merge, um, you know, both going to. I don't know, go out in like the same sort of range of time. When you, was there any point during the game after probably the merge? Because, you know, when you, at the, after at the swap, you both ended up on different tribes again, that you kind of thought back to this moment and wished it had gone differently for any reason? Um, not necessarily. Like, I don't, well, I guess Harvey voted for me, so that could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could have gone a little better, but I think I had enough other opportunities going on that, I mean, I, I think I, I don't, we didn't really talk at the merge, which hurt, I guess, which I hadn't really thought about until now. So, I mean, I guess if we got along better, that certainly would have helped because like, I think, I think integrating with as many people as you can is just a generally good thing. Like, mm -hmm. and it was sort of unfortunate that this ended up just being like an awkward waste of time. <laughs> so it was sort of what it was. I don't, I don't think it negative, I don't think it negatively impacted either of us, but I think it could have been, it could have gone better. Maybe if, maybe if we did, did she find the spider web on the other side? I'm not sure she, she I'm not sure her uh, was on. She, she found it. Uh, I don't know, a day or two maybe after you, somewhere in the same vicinity. But she she found it alongside Bun and Glorfindel over there. Got it. Somewhere around okay. the second vote. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so yeah, I mean, I didn't get much in terms of positive communication from that, and we didn't have any chance to connect till deep in the game. So it was sort of like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It's what it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so the other two tribes, they're going to tribal council together to vote one person out. Um, squirm. Yeah, we were, we were the most useless meeting to have, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it had been an Astropian and Nero, it would have been interesting, but... Yeah, it was like we won. Good luck. <laughs> um, hope, hope you survive. Yeah. <laughs> so... Squirb is eliminated, and everything else is whatever. Um, so then there was the rowing challenge. Yeah. Uh, so here you'd have two people on either side of your boat rowing, and one person calling, telling you where to row, because only that person could see the map. Uh, yeah, we had... <clears throat> yes, Jesus called, Greg set out, and you rowed on the left side of the boat with BBGG. Um and I, I, he, I think he said it, and I, I think it was you who suggested to mute the other tribes. Yes, I suggested we mute everyone immediately. <laughs> so that we could actually just, if we could just competently, like, communicate, then I figured we weren't going to crash. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that ended up working much better, although we apparently missed all the excitement of the other time going the, the wrong way or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah the yellow boat um i think i think i unmuted at the end and i heard like a child crying in the background and it was just kind of like 
interesting to unmute after after we had finished. <laughs> yeah, I remember BBGG saying that like it wasn't until he went back after the game was over or like he was reading through the like viewers lounge after he was voted out and he was like, wait, what? <laughs> what happened to the yellow boat? <laughs> Yeah, there's like um, children in the background, mm -hmm. and it felt like, and that, and we, and I felt, and it felt like we made the right decision. <laughs> Just, you know. Yeah, it definitely worked out. Um, you sailed through this one. It took your Fosha uh, forty minutes to get through the whole thing. Nero finished it in fifty-five minutes, uh, which meant Estrapi was going back to tribal council. Uh, the immunity run continues. My short-lived immunity run. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess immunity run for Fosha, not necessarily you. To the all-losing all tribe. <laughs> uh, so they go to tribal. They vote out Big Al. Uh, the note here says that... I don't know. The note here says that you gained access to the spider web at some point between the first and second votes. I think BBGG he told you about it. it. Is that right? He just showed it to me. And yeah. we started... Yeah. Okay. Uh, now... <laughs> I mentioned this, so when I was talking to uh, Sir Table, you know, he was somebody who came to the Spiderweb fairly late in the pre-merge, so uh, he had said something like, well, I was there so late, I didn't really have anything, I, I, it didn't really matter to me at all. You got, you were one of the earlier people at the Spiderweb, and I kind of broke down the group of people who found it early into two sides, and you had one group of people who um, wanted to use it genuinely to, like, talk to other people. And there was another group of people who mostly wanted to use it to fuck with other people. And I think you fall into that latter group. I do. Um, <laughs> I think I do, yes. I led that group. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I ended up, so I, I kind of got into that because I think I was confused because Yellow Tribe had messaged us and... We had only, I thought we had only connected with Nero, so I was I thought they were screwing with me, and so I think from like that point onward, I decided just to be like. I think I just I think I just sent something really obnoxious. Um, I don't even remember what it was. I, I, I think I I think I tried to pretend like an advantage unlocked when all three tribes connected or something. Yes, <laughs> I definitely remember some sort of you know, idle clue thing getting sent around. I don't know if that was early, but I think I was confused. I think I was confused. How it took me a while to like, I think both tribes had connected with us so close together that I wasn't quite sure how it was working yet. And like where the messages were coming from. So, um, I had given up on using it constructively early. <laughs> <laughs> it just like nothing of use was coming and then and then and then when i swapped we started getting all those cooking messages and i thought okay this is complete bullshit <laughs> so i did not take it seriously from that point onwards other than to monitor like what was happening because i wanted i wanted to know if if we were getting anything serious from it mm -hmm. gotcha uh so that gets us to the letters and numbers reward challenge um you uh had two people from each, every tribe had to pick had to participate in the letters puzzle two people had to pick in the, participate in the numbers puzzle you were on the numbers puzzle for your side um yeah. i mean you work with numbers right it feels like a good 
thing. Yeah, I could do. I mean, I was happy to do either. I think not. I think I was more math oriented than a lot of the other people, even though I wasn't like super whatever. I don't know. So I, I, I agreed to take I, I think I said I was flexible, but I, I agreed to take it. <laughs> I had seen like, I mean, BBGG wrecked like the whatever the encryption was at the boat challenge. Like I could not, I, I knew I couldn't do that, but I knew like if we needed multiple people on a math thing, like mm-hmm. I was probably second or third choice and wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't completely embarrass myself. <laughs> uh, so, so, so it ended up, it's a nonogram. Um, where all the spaces in the center of the box and the box are numbers, except for a handful of question marks, you fill out the nonogram and it leaves like 10 or so spaces uncovered, including a handful of question marks. And you're asked to solve for the question marks basically. Um, yeah, that was fun. Except I think I had the answer like 10 or 15 minutes before I submitted it. Cause I was an idiot and I thought I'll like get the final solution or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I actually enjoyed it a lot when I got it. That was one of the, that was one of my, um, I liked that one a lot compared to some of the other challenges. That was. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you took, uh, took you 48 minutes, same amount of time uh, actually that it took Cheezus, uh, who did the, who was also on the numbers for your side. Yeah, it was mediocre. <laughs> well, uh, it was fun, <laughs> Uh, Luke Luke wins the numbers side of things. It took him 25 minutes. Uh, Barker wins the letter side with 40 minutes. And so uh, they both got a month of Nitro, but they also got to be the pseudo-captains of a swap. So everyone who worked on the numbers, one side, everyone who worked on the letters, the other side. Luke, having the best overall time, got to pick first and pick the tribe he wanted to send his people to. So... Yeah. You end up on Nero, and it's the new tribe of eight is you, Bun, Dorian, Link Link, Jesus, Luke, Shitters, and Trophy Wife. Bigger tribe. Um, you're not, you're in a significant minority. Uh, what, what are your impressions this time? I mean, this is where I actually, this is when I first actually had to do anything in the game. Because, like, I mean, I had talked a lot with BBGG, and I had started to work on a relationship with, like, Barker and, and Reneki or whatever, but not, had barely talked to anyone. And then I got swapped with Jesus, and everyone else had to go to whatever the other tribe was. So I, like, my go to plan was to immediately get with the Estrapis that were on our tribe, because I knew if we didn't do that, we could be picked off. So I think I messaged Shitters and Trophy, like, immediately, mm-hmm. and try, tried to at least get a, a foursome going so we could break a deadlock, or we could just tie. <laughs> um, and I think, like, starting from that position, like, kind of influenced me trying to be very aggressive i think for from every vote onward because like i felt like i had started cornered um even though everything had started going well but like i think that became a frame of mind sort of mm-hmm. um so i immediately ran um to shooters and trophy and i don't remember if anything else really happened before the challenge but i i did not want to be in a minority on an eight person tribe <laughs> 
Yeah, um, of course not. <laughs> so I was, it was like early panic mode. Um, and I had to start actually talking to people because none of that had really happened on my first drive. So it was sort of a, another trial by fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so that first challenge after the swap was the gauntlet. This is, uh, there were eight different roles that everyone had to, each tribe had to assign a person to each, each role, and you would square off against the other person uh, that had your role on the opposite tribe. Yep. Uh, did you end up as the listener? Was that another sort of your flexible thing? or I... Yes, I said I was flexible. Um, looking back on how it went, I God did not want to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> that did not end up being the challenge for me. No, uh, but I didn't want to be champion either. It was sort of like I think it got to the point where like I could either volunteer as champion or listener, and I'm like, what are you doing? You don't want to be the person to to win or throw away this game, right? So like this early in a in a new tribe so i figured listener was low-key enough i think someone i think luke or someone had grabbed the math one or whatever it was again and like i had done like speech forensics team in high school so i figured okay like i can't suffer this too badly um whatever listener has to do so i mean we i had no clue what what it was gonna be so it just seemed like it seemed like a down the middle thing um yeah yeah and then ended up being like listening to an eighth grade spanish recording for (laughs) ouch (laughs) ouch i was very bad at spanish um because i could so all right so uh so table is is the uh your counterpart in for this this little thing and yeah um what what it actually was it was me uh just phonetically reading a long string of incomprehensible syllables and then i sped it up to like i don't know like 1.4 times the speed and um i just played it on it's like 10 second little thing and i played it on a loop for an hour (laughs) and you all tried to basically spell it out um and spelling out that was not my thing like i think um I mispronounce like every fancy Greek name or anything. Like, I think I I mispronounced like Sophocles when I was on like a my high school speech team. Like, I knew as soon as that started. Like, I don't know. I I thought I thought I had a good systematic approach going, but it just like it was like banging my head against a wall after like forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think I I don't know. I haven't obviously gone through every single iteration of attempt that the two of you put in because none of them were correct but i think uh unofficially that you ended up closer than than he did uh i'm trying to see if there's like any well any submission here where you were off by like one letter um, i think well someone told me i was off by one yeah. sometime after i don't there were so was... many there's so many like combinations that i'm sure that had to happen at least once three syllable groupings and i knew i had one of them wrong but no matter how i switched it up like i just was not getting it right uh yeah it was just and we were like at the point where i think we were both like like surround and i were just like i think just like copying each other and like modifying one letter like 
I get deemed a sin. <laughs> so it felt like we we're both like really close and like anything could have happened. And it was sort of like that also wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So uh, let's see. It started around I'm trying to find the timeline here. Uh, da, 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 da. Do I want to look at this too? <laughs> so let's see, 10.16 on my, for me is roughly when it started. And then around, uh, so about like 50 minutes into it, you, it looks like you were the first person to offer like, hey, can we just take a draw at, you know, around an hour mark? Um, and table is like, yep, that's cool with me. <laughs> and so... And I, I guess, like, you, you proposed that uh, I did. I mean, we were both so close. It felt like either us could be fixed after getting, you know, after both being, like, one letter off. And, like, I figured the main important thing, like, being in a close voting situation, potentially, was I just didn't want to get blamed for losing, like, my segment. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I kind of, I was going crazy. It felt like reasonable strategy to at least like offer it if he was also going crazy <laughs> yeah i okay. think i think he was <laughs> yeah i know it wasn't viewed probably the most positively but it was just like yeah i said can we take a draw in like 10 minutes if not whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep i so... mean go ahead no go ahead Oh, I was just like, I, I had tried, like, every, com I had tried about every combination I could think of at that point. Like, I think I was, I think I was, like, I told you, I, I, I knew it was, like, about three specific parts. Right. Because I started just looking at what Ron was posting, because I knew we were both, like, I knew we, I knew we had disagreed on, like, two or three specific symbols. So, after, like, swapping those around five, ten times, I just, like, <laughs> yeah uh so yep you you both played down your weapons after an hour um took the draw and that that meant that the entire seven matchups that we'd had leading up to the champion matchup ended up being a draw overall three three one uh so neither champion really got any additional help than the other and that was um glorf and link link for your side it was close there was absolutely a chance that link link could have won but glorf prevailed and so you're going to your first tribal council yep uh so you, you had said that you were trying to get in with the astropes what did how i guess how confident were you that you had and how did you orchestrate uh the vote or how to, what was your part, at, rather, in orchestrating that vote? So, I mean, I think I basically took charge of this vote. I don't know. Um, I mean, I connected well with Shitters, and I think him and Trophy were a pair. Me and Jesus were forced to be a pair. And, like, I had... And, like, I was getting along well enough with Jesus that I don't think he had strong feelings either way and was and was fine with it. Um, and so my plan was basically get two, two, and two from each of the three original tribes and try to just offer something balanced rather than, and say, look, we can, we can have a balanced group of six rather than a four, four deadlock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, this would sound appealing. Um, and so 
I think who we ended up talking to is basically who was online because Luke was on a weird time zone and Dorian was very inactive. Um, I guess Link Link was very inactive too. So I had I had briefly talked mostly with Bun. Um, and I guess this is when Shitter started really talking with Bun, but I had no clue about that. No, I don't think anyone had a had a had a freaking idea who Bun was talking to except Shitters. <laughs> <laughs> So I had talked enough with Bun to be reassured, and and uh, and Shitters had told me Bun was cool, and so we had we had them, and then Link Link sort of came along last minute, and um, I came up with the I came up with the idea to tell her to um, they tell her to vote Luke, I think, mm -hmm. um, which to me was just like uh, which to me I thought would just wouldn't be that offensive i figured you know it's like the, the game theory of of like who you as long as you vote for someone that isn't against who you're planning to align with like and the vote works out like i didn't think it would be that offensive but i kind of spun that uh last minute which on hindsight was ended up being a dumb idea um when it went so smoothly um but like everyone, everyone I talked to was pretty positive about working. Um, I don't know how Luke rubbed people pre-swap, but like because Dorian was offline and he was offline, like it was pretty easy just for it. It was just pretty easy for the four to five active people to come together and say we're doing this, and then whoever wanted to jump on the train last minute could. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was pretty much, you know, we just wanted active people so we could win. So as long as no one was killing each other, like, I think it, it ended up working out well. There wasn't much original tribe loyalty because I think everyone was kind of new at it to the game and um, whatever their level of involvement was. So it was pretty straightforward, um, surprisingly. And I think I and I got really worked up, you know, to just get this vote going. Um, I think I was more worked up than anyone else. <laughs> um, so, and it worked, I guess. So, yeah, I was, uh, it was so funny to know, see that, you know, this was a tribe that had four original Nero, two Stroppy and two Stroppy and two Fosha and all four original Nero ended up voting differently at this tribal council because fast because oh, <laughs> like Bun votes with you against Dorian. Link Link votes for Luke, Luke votes for Jesus, and Dorian doesn't show up and, and therefore does not vote at all. He didn't vote, right? I forgot he didn't vote. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like they had, you know, not a majority, but like 50% of the people and just complete disarray. <laughs> uh, so it ends up being a 5-1-1 vote and Dorian is sent out uh, in 16th place. And now you're down to seven, uh, a three two two based on the original tribal lines. Uh, did so like you had said you were try like sort of aiming for this two 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 configuration, um, and you'd mentioned Bun and Link Link. So I guess I mean we'll see that this is probably this is going to happen. But at this point, you're saying Luke's the next target. Yeah, pretty much. Though I I was willing to he hear Luke out. I mean, I talked. I think I was the one, the only one that was talking to Luke actually before his vote. Ironically or not, but he pretty much. I mean, he 
he was the only one, right? I mean, everyone else had everyone else besides him had jumped, had had was communicating well. So it kind of, mm-hmm. I I think he thought he was leading a four person. I mean, he kind of became the figurehead, unfortunately, for what was going to be the original four Nero Strong Alliance, and then two jumped with us, and one was voted out. So it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, he, he he really just didn't have a leg to stand on, unfortunately. Um, because he just hadn't talked, and it was it was sort of it was too bad because he was a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it didn't work out. So we next had the touchy subjects reward, uh, which was split by tribe. So you were asking answering questions based on just the people within your own tribe, and uh, there were thirteen questions. First round, just tell us who you think was the question applied to most you could not use your answer yourself and then second time around tell us who you think was the most popular answer you'd get points based on how many times that person was actually answered uh now you're the first person i get to talk to that participate in this challenge that actually comes up as the answer quite often uh across here you know you won like multiple answers um I didn't want the one I thought I was going to win, with, which was, who thinks they're mistakenly running things? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, but, I mean, it sounds like you actually were running things, so. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you were, I don't know, like, I guess before we get into some of the specific questions and, and where you show up, but. I don't even remember where I showed up to be honest, but I was I was just glad it wasn't like we well we threw every negative one on Luke because mm-hmm. and I think that just sealed his fate. <laughs> was that I don't know like was there a concerted effort there or did, was was there, I guess was there more going on behind this like in the back of your mind about how to approach this other than being one hundred percent honest in your answers. Uh, I think I was honest. Um, I didn't want to draw attention to myself. So I think I might have been concerned on ones that would paint me badly. I might have tried to just throw it on the most common answer, maybe if I didn't agree, but not really. Okay. And and then, so you end up with uh, 25 points here, right in the middle uh, of your tribe. And uh, really only two points behind Bun, who ends up winning for your side. Was mm-hmm. the outcome something that you were thinking about? Like, if, say, the results come out and your score is one of the worst scores, does that, was that like a real, something you really didn't want that to happen? Were you concerned if you were, if you ended up being the person who won if and what that would have? No, I wanted to win the challenge. I just didn't. Um, okay. I just didn't, I mean, I just didn't want to be, you know, whatever the negative answers are. Gotcha. No one wants to be, you know, called on it. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you, um, four people said that you were playing the hardest on your tribe. Uh, Cheese, Bun, Link, Link, and Shitters all said you were playing the hardest. Uh, Cheese said that you are the person on your tribe who mistakenly thinks they're running the game. Uh, Trophy, Link Link, and Luke said that you were most likely to use your potions for evil. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cheese and Bun said that you were the most chaotic player on your tribe. Bun and Shitter said you led the biggest alliance. 
Um, Luke said that you were the viewer's favorite on your tribe. Did you think about, I guess, like, did you think about the viewer's perception of things and where you thought you might fit into that? I had no idea till I got out of the game, really, at all. Like, I didn't. <laughs> didn't look at the lounge in any of the previous seasons so i i had no idea <laughs> um yeah i mean i thought i thought i was being very strategic for the most part and i thought that might appeal i mean i gave lot i gave a shit ton of confessionals um yeah. i don't know how they were received really clearly not great <laughs> after a while <laughs> um i did try to like use that to summarize like i basically I disclosed everything in there. I don't think I was very secretive about like my motives and how I was thinking about things. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think I was pretty much an open plate, at least there, or an open book. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Link Link and Luke said that you were the likely likeliest player on their tribe to have a stash of magic mushrooms. Uh, Bun and Shitters said you were the most tenacious and that's it um <laughs> so yeah so you so you got 25 points bun wins with 27 so it was very close on your on your tribe between like the top five people just two points separate you uh luke finishes dead last with only 14 points um so clearly on the outs both strategically and socially uh at this point uh, so Bun and, and, and Reineke on the other side, he wins for Fosha. They get a piece of information, which is that the merge is going to happen when there are 12 players remaining. And there were 15 at the time that this happened. And if I remember correctly, he kind of just told everybody. He told us in the camp, I think, or, and I think Shitters confirmed it with me and he confirmed it with me. So yeah, it was public information pretty much right Did, away. How did that... I don't know. Does, was that something you had already been thinking about? Did that impact anything in, in the kind of strategy you were planning to, to, to do? I mean, not really. I mean, two, my 2 2 2 plan like, is about the average of who do you expect to make it to emerge. Like, like my goal of the 2 2 2 plan was whoever, like, instead of being 4 4 and someone being voted out and it being you know, four, three, and then having more votes. I didn't want I, who we voted out. I did, I figured, I figured the, whatever grouping we did would be more appealing if we didn't alienate the other people who were still staying after like that first vote. So like, that was part of the reason of advocating for that two, two, two plan is that we wouldn't have anyone feeling very alienated. Mm -hmm. Um, so like it was fine with me. Um, and it would have been okay, except we kept losing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so so the, the immunity challenge was the tower. And one of the questions we had asked was, which player in your tribe is the best at puzzles? We took your most popular answer for that and made that person your puzzle person. Uh, for your tribe, it was actually a tie between Cheezus and Shitters. Or Shitters, or, yeah. And yeah. Um, you ended up choosing Cheezus uh, when we asked everybody to break the tie. And so Jesus gets put on the top floor of the tower. Everybody else starts on the bottom. And then you just kind of solve puzzles to meet in the middle. And when you solve that last puzzle, you win. Or, well, you finish the challenge anyway. Um, yeah. How, uh, I don't know. You, 
you were kind of the most outspoken uh, person, at least through all these challenges when I'm like scrolling through these pages. What, how did this feel going for you? And uh, I don't know, are you a big puzzle person? I like puzzles. I, again, like I'm certain things. I'm just very, I'll, I'll try hard at something, but I know I'm not going to be the top person at it. Like, uh, like when I do, like when I've done like an escape room with my math friends, like Ari and whoever, like I'm mostly the person going around telling people what other people have found and trying to point them in the right direction. And I think that's what I tried to do. Like in this, <laughs> it was sort of like a, a virtual escape room, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. Yeah. Uh, so I was just trying to like make sure that like we're staying on track. I don't know. Um, I think I, I did reasonable it. I think I solved it two of the boards at least. I know I got like maybe not. I, don't, I got like that potion one. I think you maybe. you brute forced the um the cards. The one. cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The playing cards. Uh. I the word the word one about or whatever the late or whatever it was that yes. I didn't know. the more you take the more you leave behind what am i footsteps you got that yeah, one yeah. as well um and then the potions was really what held up your tribe uh, oh that's what, yeah i didn't get the potion or i think we were imprinting it wrong we were there was something we were, we were close that was one that was another one where we were close like 15 minutes before we imp- actually inputted it correctly <laughs> Like, I had gone up, and we had had, like, the digits, like, earlier, and didn't quite figure it out. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we were forcing it, so it wasn't, it, I don't think, we weren't, we weren't necessarily confident. So, yeah, that was a hard one. Yeah, was, uh, the fact that there was no, like, leading piece of information, and just, like, here's pictures of potions, go ahead, um, makes it tricky. And uh, I think it was, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe, before... I think you had an hour time limit, and if you hit an hour, we would just give you the answer. Um, I think like 10, 15 minutes before that was going to happen, uh, it was solved. You made it to the sixth floor, which is where you met Jesus working on the QR code puzzle. That he had gone to the, the, the wrong whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you, uh, I don't know if you solved it, but you're the one who put in the, the answer for that one. Because it, yeah. it looks like a couple people were working on it. So, um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, it sucks that 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 you know the potions thing holds up the whole tribe and thereby causes you to lose this challenge. Um, but uh, I don't know. What what's the was the was was there a sense of like resignation? Like, damn, we lost another one. How do we? get out of this hole i don't think so i mean we were all kind of eyeballing i think luke during the challenge and he sort of like left after the third floor mm-hmm. so i don't think any, any i don't think any of us were too worried because we kind of knew who was going next and so there wasn't there wasn't that much stress at that point um um yeah it just it just kind of became more and more awkward i mean i enjoyed the we were, we were very focused on that challenge. Like, it was like a lot of fun, but I think we, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think there was stress yet at that point. Cause I mean, we had a big tribe and it wasn't like, 
I don't know. We thought we thought we, we thought we had a good chance if they actually had to use up to the full hour on one of the ten floors, and we didn't think that was all unlikely. So, right. We just kind of, we kind of felt like we did a we did maybe we didn't do perfectly, but we did reasonably okay and whatever. <laughs> yeah. And at least at least we all like kind of got a sense of each other's strengths, and it was it was it was a good. I think it was a good tribe bonding kind of activity. That's good. I mean. Because, like, you got to actually interact with everyone in the same channel for, like, a few hours. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. It was the most... I, I found it mostly a positive challenge. I wasn't really worried about what com what what was coming next at the time. Okay. Uh, yeah, your time was 91 minutes. Uh, the other tribe took 63. Yeah. Um, but I, I would mostly agree. Like, I think 91 is a, a reasonable amount of time, and... You're gonna. I feel. I feel like any group of like five or so people doing something like this. Like, there's gonna be one that everyone that like you all get stuck on. Um, like, I think Fosha had one as well. It just they kind of got through it faster. It didn't yeah, slow them down quite was, as much. You need them to be disorganized on like two of the floors or the puzzle solver to, or the main or the individual to be slower than ours or. Or for them to use the full hour, so like mm -hmm. we really had no idea. I mean, who knows? I mean, it was it was just a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be what it was. So, going to tribal council, um, like you said, everybody kind of knew it was going to be Luke, uh, and Luke, Luke made it entertaining uh, on his way yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I had tried to talk to Luke a little, but. He had not integrated very well. No one had really blown up. I think we were all kind of watching, like, Link Link, because she was a little mad that I in particular, but that we had all, like, kind of lied to her a little. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of watching her, but then she did pretty... I think she solved one of the fours in the puzzle and was there the whole time and, like, was fine. And Luke was just more and more sour after the touchy subjects. <laughs> um And... Even though, you know, it, it was just nothing was going to change that. Um, um, so I, I'm looking at the, the vote you cast for Dorian, and I guess it ended up being the default vote parchment that we create for everybody. Um, but, but your vote for Luke, and I think this is the start of uh, a trend that yeah. will carry forward. Uh, very personalized is how I would phrase it. How did I? Yes, I had fun making the votes. <laughs> so Luke's, um, you put Noah was an unfortunate avatar choice. I believe he had Noah from uh, Total Drama Island. Yeah, I think I just remembered his avatar character being really sassy. I didn't really remember like I didn't really remember. I had seen like part of that show like for like five years prior or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just I don't know. I started having. I think I wanted to do a custom ballot for that first vote, and then I, and then I, I figured it out that vote. So I decided that I wanted to do that. Like it seemed fun. Did someone do a fun vote like the first? I don't. Uh, I mean, I'd only, I only. I think someone might have done a fun vote. Like, it looks like Bun and Luke were the only ones who used a, actually made their own parchments, but they both looked pretty, pretty plain. All things considered, I guess I think I looked in the prior season, and I I, I just it, it was fun. It's I and it's just I don't know. <laughs> it was fun to, 
bring some of the drama. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, so I got into that. Yes, and I did that. I did that quite a lot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Luke voted out six to one. He puts his vote on Trophy Wife. Um, more and more people gaining access to the spider web, I guess, in the background, but that's not. I don't know. Didn't have much of an impact, um, really. Yeah. Uh, so then, so this brings us to the math manipulation challenge, uh, which was a reward challenge, and the uh, the information that was given was both tribes are going to tribal council, going to vote somebody out separately, and if you win this challenge, you'll get to watch the other tribe when they go do their vote. Right. Uh, so I guess, firstly, like, I don't know, does that, is that a reward that mattered to you or not? I mean, we had, we heard anything about the other tribe at that point. We didn't really know much. Like, um, I guess, I think Shitters kind of let me know that he was talking to Crab, but I hadn't cracked their food code yet or realized anything. And... I mean, they were just stupid messages back and forth. <laughs> so I knew nothing about that tribe. I knew... Um, I knew vaguely that of the people on my old tribe, I had talked to BBG the most, and then I had started talking to Barker and uh, Reneki. Did I pronounce his name wrong earlier? Is it... I I guess I don't actually know how it's pronounced. I say Reneki. Reneki? I don't know. I guess I can ask him when I talk to him. I'm going to butcher his name regardless of the intended pronunciation, so I apologize the rest of this. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I talked to briefly them, and I talked a lot with VBGG, so I don't know. Like I knew I knew we were going to work with them, and I knew we were going to work with whoever Shitters wanted to work with from his original tribe. So... Like it didn't matter all too much. It was it was kind of disappointing because again we I don't think we wanted to vote anyone out like at that point. Like I liked the two 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 dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's when it. I think that was the one vote that was really demoralizing. That even that even though we won, that we still had to vote someone. That wasn't that great to to juggle with. Um, so. Yeah. But we were happy that we won. It was it was a good showing. Yeah. Uh, so you first would come up with a four-digit number and then have to come up with six, seven numbers to provide the other tribe to sol- to use in an equation to solve for their four-digit number. They did the same for you. So then you had like 30 minutes to try to get as close to your target number as possible. Um, I... I don't know. I, I, I think somebody I talked to said that like this is something they had done in like grade school or whatever. And I feel like I must have done something like this, uh, maybe on a much smaller scale anyway. Um, but I'm gonna suck at this. <laughs> yeah. I gave it to my good. I gave it to uh, my good. Uh, well, I gave it to my other math friend, which Ari was pissed at me later afterwards. <laughs> uh, he solved in like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> To make us all feel dumb. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. This was not going to be my challenge. <laughs> uh, but, so so the way the final part worked was, it was first 
based on how close you were to the number, and then second based on time. Uh, there was also uh, multiple mistakes on my part with the numbers you would needed, your target number, all that kind of stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> that I had to keep fixing and then adjusting your time and then fix again and adjust your time again. And so all at the end of the day, um, and I think this like ended up going like past midnight on uh, on the East Coast at least, um, it just... You got the right, you got an equation that got to your exact target number. I think Bun and Link Link. Maybe it was Link Link. I don't know. Link Link rocked. Yeah. She got it first. And I think I was the first one to check in and notice that it was right. Okay. And then Bun quick, maybe Bun and I had both checked around the same time and we just were thrilled. Uh, Maybe Uh, that was, that might have been the first attempt and then it happened again. And then we had to do it again. Yeah uh but it worked out yeah yeah uh so meanwhile the other side they uh had their own issues and but they um they took a different approach they found they got an equation super fast that was one number away and locked that in immediately um famous last words you know they're gonna have to be perfect to beat us and you were (laughs) so uh you win the challenge you're still going to tribal council but you do get to watch theirs first uh, so they, I guess like watching somebody else's tribal council, like, you know, you mentioned taking notes during the marooning, uh, was this sort of a similar type of experience? Like, okay, who's saying what, who's talking a lot, who's not talking at all information. Good preview. I mean, we knew, we knew, I think we, did I have any information at this point? We knew, I think we kind of knew it was going to be Greg. I don't think, we're, we weren't surprised for some reason. Um, did someone, I don't know if there was information shared on the web or not. Um, yeah, but we, I think we kind of assumed, um, I don't think we knew what exactly the dynamics were. Cause again, their tribe hadn't voted at all. But it be, I think it became pretty clear as the tribal started that Greg was being Greg, and I guess that wasn't appreciated <laughs> enough, to, enough to vote him. Uh, I don't know. So it wasn't like too insightful because, like, I think being Cheez Its had seen how Greg had act on photo and knew yeah. that there could be personality clash with him. <laughs> um, and I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, Greg voted out seven to one. Uh, he voted for Harpy. Uh, and so now on your side of things, like you said, you know, you were at a two 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 at the moment, and this so was a complicated vote, and I probably screwed this up quite a lot. <laughs> well, so so what what I don't know, like what was the why? I guess were you the one who pushed for trophy? Why was it her? What was like the goal of this? I don't think. I think I ended up facilitating the vote, but I didn't. So I knew my. I knew the two people I needed, like from our group, like my core two were shitters, because shitters was the only one I was really talking to in depth a lot. And then I knew, and then I felt that I really needed Jesus as a shield, like at the merge, because no original photos had been voted out. Mm hmm. And I felt like 
having someone else from like our swap tribe if we're going in like a seven five minority like it felt like i wanted another like former boda as a shield and like jesus didn't have anyone else like at all so i knew i needed those two and then i knew and then i got this dumb idea in my head because i didn't know what the hell was going on with bun um, <laughs> um that whatever like i want we wanted to vote out a near an original nero i think but we wanted the person that was left to feel that they were connected with us so i think it was going to be between bun and link link um was like what i wanted because i was talking to trophy was i think i was talking to trophy more than jesus um so i wanted one of them but then after I had pissed off Link Link, which I guess she never really forgave me for, um, I had felt like I was talking to her the most. Um, so I think I decided, I think she was the definite target and I sort of had regret about that. <laughs> um, and then, and then of course, when I talked to Shitters, I think I wanted to kind of push Bun, but didn't really want to push anyone in particular. And no one knew what was happening with Bun and Shitters, so of course Shitters didn't want that at all. Yeah. I had I mean I had no I had no clue about Bun at all. Um so then if it couldn't be Bun and I felt guilty about uh, wanting to keep Link Link, then it sort of had to be trophy because I because no one else was left. <laughs> so I think I don't know, I think if we had better communication, I think it would have still been link link if we had all like properly talked because i shitters really did not want to vote out trophy and i didn't really want to vote out trophy but i don't know <laughs> it, we did not really no one wanted to give an opinion and it did not it did not communicate very well and it just sort of landed on someone yeah um, it, it sounded, it, it, from my point of view, it seemed like you had all these people having these one-on-one -on -one conversations where both people are like, well, I don't really want to vote out Trophy, but that's kind of where the votes are headed. And like, you'd have that conversation with the, every other person in the tribe. And yeah. like, all of you didn't, like, it seemed like the only person who genuinely was fine to vote for Trophy, or like wanted to, was Link Link, obviously. Because if it wasn't Link Trophy, it was probably her. And everybody else was just like, well, that's where the votes are going. And like no one, there was never a conversation where anybody really thought, like either either, either pushed or, or attempted to push a different narrative. And so it just kind of, that's, in, that's where it ended up. Yeah, I mean, I... I felt like I did not, I did not, I didn't trust Bond really at all, but I felt like of the two blues, I could work with Link Link, which ended up being a horrible idea. <laughs> um, but I felt I could work with her, and I don't know why Bond wasn't on the table. I, th I think, I think because Shitters deflected that well. Mm -hmm. um, and I sort of wish I talked with Shitters more, and we both realized that we wanted to keep Trophy, because I think we could have gone back to Link Link, and... But we were sort of, I don't know how much time we really had, um, but it was sort of, we, we got to an equilibrium where no one pushed much harder. And I think it was just a factor of us, of, of us all not really knowing anyone particularly well either. So it just, it was, it ended up being between those two and it was not, it was just unfortunate. 
Um, yeah, it wasn't great strategy or communication. <laughs> yep. Uh, trophy votes is voted out five to one. <laughs> so you had a uh, frowny face crying on your parchment this time with a we'll miss you we're going to win uh, on it yeah. I mean I like talking with Trophy I think we felt that I don't know if we thought well we knew the merge was at 12 I don't yeah yeah I don't know I think we yeah I know I don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with uh, Trophy voted out that's the merge you did it yeah and so the new the merged 12 people in the merged tribe of greendale are you barker bbgg bun crab glorfindel harpy link link cheese reineke shitters and sir table uh so you had talked with many of them prior uh so the people you had not been on a tribe with were crab glorf harpy and sir table yeah so uh i don't know like i guess firstly how do you feel about the tribe name greendale i was fine with it i i had i was i watching community at the time or i had just finished or i watched after i don't know i like i like the reference from what it was from so <laughs> it was fine with me <laughs> okay um, uh, very, i don't and, think any of us spawn a good name <laughs> And then I guess like looking at the composition, like you said, you know, Greg is the only person who's been voted out of Fosha. So Fosha comes in with five of the 12 people from their original tribe. Uh, there's only three Astropi and four uh, original Neros. Were you planning, like, I guess heading into this, like how, firstly, like how loyal were you to the new group that you'd formed on Nero 2.0? Did, was there any part of you that was like really trying to get back into uh, working together with the original Fosha tribe members? Um, and then were there additional, like the people that you had not worked with yet, were there people you wanted to work with or people that um, perhaps like your new connections would allow you to work with like crab and shitters or anybody like yeah. that? So, I mean, the two people I wanted to work with, ironically enough, this didn't work, but I shitters was the only trusted person i voted with like that i think i really trusted um because jesus was not in my original alliance and never voted together on foda um and then bbgg was like the only real person on foda i had connected with well so like those were the two ironically i wanted to work with <laughs> um and i knew shitters kept mentioning crab that he wanted to work with Crab, and we kind of learned that Crab was with Barker, and I had gotten in a well with Barker the second most from my original tribe. So I kind of knew that I was going to try to work with Barker and BBGG and whoever, whatever the majority is. Like, I knew, I think those were, so I think BBGG and Barker were kind of the two people I wanted to work with. And then um, because Greg was gone, um, um, Renke was fine too. <laughs> um, I mean, we were communicating a lot during like that magic challenge, the the wizardry later. Like, I thought we were getting along okay. <laughs> um, and then I really didn't connect much with anyone else. I think um, because Harpy and I hadn't 
<laughs> done anything. Um, and the others were all kind of question marks. <laughs> um, and we were trying to, you know, those first that first day or two, we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Because, like, they had only voted once, and everyone had been on two different tribes, and there was a lot, you know, you miss a lot. Like, they had done other things over, what, 16, 17 days, and it's like, mm -hmm. you don't really know. So that, that that's what I was, that's what I was sort of loosely planning on, because I knew we were entering 7-5, and just like my first swap where I knew I was in a shitty minority, like, I knew... I didn't want I was didn't want the same thing again. So I think my instinct was to take massive charge at that third vote or two, and that's where I really stabbed myself in the foot. Um or well, we'll get more into that. Yeah. Uh so so two two things I guess happen uh significantly prior to the first uh tribal council here after the merge. The first is the um idol clue that like half of the cast found in the soul sub channel um, yeah which uh led everybody to or basically was like hey look at this time uh, of the day send this exact message in your camp channel and maybe you'll get rewarded with something nice and shiny and basically the message was like i'm putting like hey at greendale i'm putting an idol in my bag or whatever yeah and so uh, because so many people had that, it wasn't really uh, much of a risk to like broadcast that type of information as much. I guess. I mean that. I mean, so leading up to finding that clue, that I think is really where I started to make gut decisions of like who I wanted to work with. Because like we were talking, I think me, Shitters, Barker, and Crab were all talking like pretty openly in the channel, and, and it's like sort of sharing some trust and working together. Um, and then we had also seen Glorf, Surround, and I think BBGG were also searching. Mm -hmm. I think it quickly became like sort of two groups, <laughs> two different groups looking for things. And, uh, and like till, and we, I think we had caught a wisp that they had found the last clue and that Glorf had got something. And then, and then we finally found it like, 30 minutes later after mm -hmm. after seeing what they had done so it was a lot of there was a lot of tension in that channel <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> looking for the that i think that was the first moment of tension i think that defined a lot of like what happened after <laughs> yeah so uh uh this is like we're coming off a season where there was a huge bot malfunction or user error whatever ended up being uh, that mm -hmm. had accidentally awarded like seven different players uh, an immunity idol in the previous season by accident um and so uh we that was with the dino bot or in your season named merlin yeah and so the way this idol was hidden was structured through morgan or yag and in a lot of our testing, we hadn't really used YAG in the previous season at all, I don't think. But in, in a lot of our testing, like YAG was far more reliable, far more precise um, as like a response bot. And so felt pretty, pretty confident that it would do what we wanted it to do. And uh, so 
Then, of course, naturally, like six people waiting to use this this sentence at exactly whatever it was, it was like 4 p.m. Eastern or something. Dear God, yeah. <laughs> um, and so four o'clock hits, everybody uses the, everybody sends the message. And so like we're immediately, like all of us on the, our side are like, okay, who got it? Where did the responses go? Because you're either going to get, you got a thing or you're everybody else and you got a, well, better luck next time message instead. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm looking at it and it shows Glorfindel's message first. And so I'm look, scrolling through, you're the one who gets the thing message. Right. And so we go through, like I refresh the thing because like I've seen that happen where the wrong person is shown ahead. I wanted to make sure that looked right. And then I think we used Snowflake to like pinpoint the you know exact like millisecond of when the messages were sent just to make sure everything was proper and it's like it sucks because you know there was certainly a a conversation being had like well how strict do we want to be about this and uh is this something where i guess it, it really depended for me i guess at the end of the day on the intentions behind the command which were the first person to use it gets the thing i think that was what ultimately like confirmed like how we were going to handle what happened um and so you got the message saying you got an idol and uh for i don't know five ten minutes uh it's a pretty good pretty good time for you yeah (laughs) well yeah i guess uh and then of course and I think I forget who I think you told at least one person. Um, I told, yeah, I told at least two people. Okay. I, got it. I think I told Shaders and Parker or maybe Ricky or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, and so, like as soon as I could, I like I came to your confession. I was like, "Hey, look, uh, the bot gave you the bot gave the wrong person the idol." And um, to your credit, uh, and I think we kind of all uh, suspected this when we knew what we had to do, but like laying out like what had happened i felt like you were very understanding (laughs) given the circumstances yeah i mean like i play competitive bridge and like there's contentious like director calls where someone needs to intermediate and like i was pissed because i didn't want gorf to have the idol because that was the whole damn point of (laughs) what i I plan out but i know you guys were i know it, it was yeah I wasn't gonna be too upset either way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was upset, but you know, it's what it. I knew, I knew you guys were handling it like respectfully, like, and I wasn't gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't anything to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To be an asshole about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this whole this whole game is trash. It's all trash. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. So you, I even uh, went to your DM channels with the people you had mentioned it to and like officially told them like, hey, this isn't some ploy or whatever. Like it was just a bot malfunction. That's why they said he had the idol and now he, he actually got an erroneous message, whatever. Um, so yeah, so you know, so you don't have an idol, but you know Glorf does, which is worst case scenario 
Yeah. I mean, me not having the Odo was probably a good thing. I mean, I my <laughs> was not have my priority was Glorf not have the idol, me have the idol. Hopefully, someone in my lines gets the idol. Like, uh, and it was it went from the middle case to the worst case. <laughs> um, so not great, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I guess um, I, I know, we kind of, we somewhat kind of glossed over it, but uh, I, I guess does this does the the friction between you and Glorf just generally genuinely just like stem from the the marooning channel because like you hadn't been on a tribe together until now. It wasn't from the marooning channel. Okay. I mean, I I yeah it, I knew I knew. I mean, personality-wise, like, with chatting on Discord, like, I think it was really hard to read some people, and I think that it's bounded with me trying to understand Glorf. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that impression only grew... During, it certainly... Those feelings certainly established themselves firmly during the idol hunt when he was leading one group and it found the clue first, and I was leading another, and then it just got gradually worse and worse and worse <laughs> um yeah yeah uh so okay so then the second thing that happens between merge and the first tribal council is the first immunity challenge sort of um so this is oh, oh God. so this is the magic mastery challenge and the way it was structured was that it was a kind of an open-ended challenge where it started at a specific time but it didn't have an end time it ended when it was finished and to finish it you had to master various branches of magic um and each spell that you could learn had a unique cooldown to itself which i believe the smallest cooldown on an individual spell was 20 minutes i think the longest was a hundred i'm not sure about the longest one though <laughs> what's that uh no, I <laughs> got to the point where i had like a giant sheet of paper with the last time in the space between and i think shitters were setting alarms like all night or something <laughs> uh yeah this man um... he slept on the couch and had like a bunch of <laughs> we were those going at it it was we had no clue when it was when we were gonna get to the end at all. I think that first night I stayed up to like one AM and thought we were close. And then the next morning we discovered like four other trees. <laughs> like brand new one level spells. Yeah. Uh, it was uh far more far more uh time time uh encompassing than it probably should have been <laughs> in hindsight. <laughs> Um, my personality, like, I was not, like, like I mean, how I had gotten through that first, like, the resource gathering challenge was just by being persistent. So, like, right. So, like, that, I think, mentally prepared me very poorly for this one challenge. <laughs> yeah, because... That was, that was this, but, like, over three days. <laughs> well, <Without sleep. laughs> and, like, I guess the other thing is that it, and I, I guess I don't, I don't know... Uh, how much of this was and I don't know like when I talked to BBGG and, and he kind of referenced it you know he said 
you know, when he's, I think he missed the start of this challenge, but when he showed up and everybody was like all in the sub channels, everybody was spamming like all the spells, um, you know, his first reaction was like, well, why? Like you, there's a cooldown, So like, you don't have to use it every two seconds. Um, and I don't think we all understood that at first. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I don't, I, I guess me watching it then, it felt like nobody fully understood what was expected and me talking to all of you now it sounds like most of you had a better idea of what was expected than it seemed and i'm now curious if the reasoning is that you know maybe you thought well that's probably not what we need to do but then everybody kept doing it and so you get into that point of like well if they're still doing it maybe that is the right thing to do does that I think I was grouping like ten words at once to try to break the cooldown, or like, <laughs> yeah, because like Surround was doing that. We were we we're all still. I think it was like process and error for the first eight hours or so. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we figured out like what what actually contributed. I think after we mastered like the first round or two of like one or two of the spells, I think it became okay. Yeah. I think we figured that by then, but I think we didn't we didn't know at all like. Yeah. How the trees worked until <laughs> we got a little further along and started finding bridges um uh yeah i um i don't have the data is not saved i deleted a lot of the commands after the fact but in i remember in the viewers lounge um I, at one point i was able to look and see like how often each of like the level one commands had been used and yeah. so there's a 12 people in the game it takes we gave it to you the first time you it takes like six uses uh of a single command to master it so the minimum amount of times that the spell needed to be used were 72 across everybody and we also oh. know that like a couple of people didn't even really do this i know barker didn't really do the challenge at all um and he, i don't think he's the only one but all four of the basic spells were used over 3,000 times. <laughs> Which is just... And, and oh man, it's just so many times. Uh, what it did, in a sense, um, is... And I mean, some of the things... I, like, I loved like, the stats side of this, this debacle, <laughs> which are like... You know, those two days, like that Saturday, I think, and the Sunday after this challenge started, are likely forever going to be the two most populous days for number of messages in an Alliance server ever. Uh-huh. Uh, like, it just, like, I don't know. We'll ne- like, never going to catch uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so, so much spamming. Um, now, on the other side of things, so... Like I said, like this challenge was going to go until it ended. There were two different immunities up for grabs, and no one would know if one had been found until it was announced at the start of the tribal council that it applied to. And well, I'm what we knew before the tribal. Well, I mean... yeah, it wasn't. I guess you knew, but like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it officially until that point. Um, so then. So, like, the first tribal after this was scheduled for, I think, Sunday in, like, the mid-afternoon for you. And, yeah. And uh, you and 
Reineke were both like incredibly close to mastering one side and therefore earning immunity prior to yeah. that tribal. I had stayed up to like 4 a.m. my time, and then I think Reneke, Reneke had woken up at like two hours later on the East Coast and like found everything that I and others had done overnight. <laughs> and now it's seven minutes ahead of me on the command tree. <laughs> yeah. And I think he did it right after that travel or right before. I think it was after. I knew I, I knew I could, I knew I was 15 minutes away from like spamming two more commands, but he had a lead up, but he had a cooldown lead on me of like seven minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He, I remember this cause I think the the tribal started at 6 p.m. my time, and both of you, let's see, he mastered three of the four branches he needed prior to that time. You had two of the four, but both of your remaining two, like, lost their cooldown. Yeah. The higher one he had, so he was he was good. Or it's whatever the, I guess you're held by whatever's whatever's your lowest so his lowest was slightly higher than mine mm-hmm. by like by that short amount so i i knew going into that first tribal i think he got it at, i think he got it for the next tribal but i knew yes. i knew he had it i think i i think i'd even semi had a plan where i wanted to distract him after tribal so i could call <laughs> him like seven minutes to get it but well uh, enough to find out. <laughs> well so so to you at that point so so i guess was. like i had Obviously, you at this point are like, you know, Glorf not only rubs you the wrong way, but also has an idol. So like, obviously, a big threat. Somebody that somebody you have to deal with. But knowing knowing that Raniki was like minutes ahead of you in getting this immunity, was there any thought to like vote him out instead? No, I mean. Okay, so I mean, I had a nine-person split vote going. <laughs> well, no, I, I understand. I understand. I, I understand. Mean, <laughs> I mean, like, we we were planning a nine-person split vote that I was probably facilitating the most. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew. I mean, I was sharing information with Renicky. Like, he was one of the few people from the other swap tribe that was on my original tribe that I was getting to know a little bit better, I think through this, cause we were sharing some information. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was annoyed that he was going to beat me by seven minutes, but I thought we were getting along well. Like I, like he was becoming a closer ally, I think over that experience, even though he sniped me after I collapsed <laughs> at 4am after not sleeping for 30 hours. <laughs> or whatever. <Yeah. laughs> um, I got over it. Uh, but no, I mean, so, I mean, that vote, like, I had wanted to work with BBGG, but I had kind of semi-confronted him, very tired, um, <laughs> after that idol hunt. So I was very tired from that idol hunt, and then this thing was keeping me up all night. Yeah. And um, I had wanted to work with BBGG, but I think we just weren't, like, communicating well. Um, so we had organized, I had consented to organizing that split vote on Gorf and BBGG, and we had hoped Gorf would go if he didn't play his idol, but we kind of expected he was going to play his idol, because we didn't think, why wouldn't he not play that? So, um, so no, there was no change in voting, like, the voting plans had been worked out, like, 
throughout all this madness of talking to people because I trusted everyone that was on my swap tribe and then we knew Crab and Barker were with us and then um who else voted with us? I think Renke. Uh, Jaguar. So let's see, you had you I mean our I've kept together. Then we added I trusted Barker and mm-hmm. um I trusted Barker and Shaders really trusted Crab. And then Renke, I think, trusted Barker the most, kind of, of his swap group, really. And I was I was communicating with him, so he ended up voting with us. Yeah. So I mean I knew we had massive I knew we had massive num- I knew we had excess numbers at that point. So like I wasn't gonna mess with that just because <laughs> yeah. just because he stuck. <laughs> um so so uh so so the plan is uh there's eight of you you split four on bbgg four on glorf and then they have their four votes forever we're gonna do five on glorf four on bbgg and then the other four we're gonna vote whoever i think they were voting jesus but shitters flipped because he freaked out about the idol yes (laughs) He should. So we were supposed to get rid of Glorif when he forgot to play his idol, and then it got rid of BBGG, who we kind of expected to go home because Glorif was supposed to play his idol, but then BBG went home and Glorif got to keep his idol another round. Yes. <laughs> so it was a disaster. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one, because, I mean, BBGG was the only person of that other alliance I was mildly getting along with, like, because mm-hmm. of the time and. And I think that was a mistake to kind of, um, I don't know what the hell happened there, but like, I mean, it got to a point that we had five plus two, five from my old tribe plus Barker and Crab, and that seemed like the cleanest route. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just became what it came, even though, and then I tried talking to BBGG and I think we had talked mostly gameplay and not like not strategy because we hadn't voted together. We just did a cha- we just did a one or two big challenges together and got along well, like in that aspect. And I think because we hadn't talked strategy at all, I we just massively failed trying to attempting to talk strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Merge game, and so like I think I tried to confront him like. I think I saw that Glorf found an idol clue. Are you going to tell me anything? <laughs> and then, um, and I think I kind of seen, and I seemed very confrontational and I was, um, I did not, I don't think I was very nice. <laughs> um, so I got no response from that. And I was like, geez, everyone wants to work with me. Even I have seven and even Renki wants to work with me. So I'm like, I guess we have eight, like, I have eight people. Like, that's probably too many people (laughs) for a good alliance. So it just kind of became, okay, we'll vote whoever we need to of the others. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it turns out everyone else but BBGG probably hated me after that vote. So voting out the one person I was getting, I was semi getting along with was, ended up being dumb. Though we intended, though to my benefit, we intended to vote of Glorf. Right. And shooters screw that up. So uh, you can't, with 12 people, it's just so chaotic. Like, 
I didn't. I don't think anyone knew. I don't think you can't. You can't know what completely what's going to happen. There's twelve different people yeah. trying to make. So. So like, I guess what's the, what's the fallout? Because obviously the vote doesn't go as planned. Like, how do you, I don't know, like recover from that mistake, socially, I strategically. I don't think I did. I don't think I ever recovered from that. <laughs> I think that and Link Link not liking me um from lying to her from that very first vote i think that's when things started to i think that was the start of my downfall because i mean i had tried to talk i i, I think i had tried to talk to glorfindel the next day because like i had talked to luke after we had voted out um dorian and that had gone well but then i had tried talking to glorfindel and it did not go well <laughs> in fact i think it just put his attention on me of who he was gonna scream while going out the door. Um, cause I think he thought I was being condescending and I guess I was cause I didn't change his mind. Um, <laughs> but I, I tried to do what had worked before and I don't think any traction really started to be made. I think, I don't know. Cause like Lorfindo wanted to vote out Cheez-Its and I think I tried to say, Hey, Jesus was my alley the whole game. Did you really think, like, I hope you can respect from a gameplay perspective, like, I'm not going to vote out the guy I've been with the whole time and we didn't really have a conversation. Like, I hope you understand that there really wasn't any distrust. It's that, like, you would have been ridiculous to assume people were going to work with you. <laughs> and I think, I don't know how Glorfindel really was thinking about the game. Um... I don't know. His focus seemed to be on relationships, or like, I don't, I don't exactly know what his dynamics were with who he was talking to. But I think with how we thought about strategy in that, like, in, in that first conversation where we were really talking, it just did not pan out at all. Right. Something click, um, and he was probably upset because nine people had just voted, had had announced they wanted him gone, and he would have been gone if things went correctly. Mm -hmm. So. I understand, and I think I became a sorcerer's anger, and I didn't handle it well. <laughs> and I certainly contributed to that getting even worse. So, yeah. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so like you said, uh, as soon as the vote, like ten minutes after the vote's done, uh, Rainkey finishes one half of the magic mastery challenge and then the other half takes a lot longer um i think it looks like the uh, i got it remember i know it looks like reineke got the defense the offensive side of things on the on the 20th of september it wasn't until the 22nd like early early morning eastern time the 22nd that shitters edged out uh cheeses by a single minute to get the defensive one yeah, I mean, I I think I saw that other people were further in the, in the tree than me because, like, I had been focusing on the... I, I decided to pick one tree to focus on, and I chose the one that Renki beat me on. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think I was helping both of them a yeah. little bit. And I was like, okay, as long as Jesus and Shitters are winning it and not surround or whatever, I was like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were about 20 minutes ahead of... Uh surround table and, and glorfindel on that last spell yeah so shitters so so heading into this 
other immunity challenge, uh, Reineke and Shitters both know that they're going to be immune, which does matter. Um, so the next immunity challenge was the gem quest tree of flowers and bats and whatnot. All right, and we piled on Link Link. Uh, no, that's a different one. Is that a different one? Yeah. Oh, the gem quest one is the bats, Yes. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. This was the one I did good at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this is, uh, it gets down to, like, I think early on it was pretty easy for you to, for everyone to kind of, like, finagle things so that... Uh, there was no chance for anyone. And, I mean, when it was 9, it was like 9-3, and it was so easy to just knock them out. I yes. mean, it was, there wasn't, they had no shot, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, it gets down to... Um, I think the final three were you, Shitters, and Bun. Yeah. Uh, Bun ends up taking, going out third, and then uh, it's you and Shitters, and uh, well, body, and then I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So you 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 outmaneuver him, and he grabs the last bat, and you win immunity. Ooh. How'd it feel? Um, nice. I mean, it was nice to win one. Yeah. A lot of these challenges were, were not going to be my forte. So <laughs> it felt good that at least one went right. I mean, that one was a lot. Of, that one was a lot of luck. I mean, calculating the two or one step in like the four or five person variant, like at the very end, wasn't too bad. And I think not everyone was necessarily thinking about that as much. But I think I got lucky early. And I think once I got to that point, like, um, it took a lot of luck the whole way, but it was nice that it was nice to win one. I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also hidden within this challenge were gems. There were, there ended up being three gems hidden that had an actual advantage attached to them. And I think there were like seven or eight total gems that could be right. grabbed. Uh, you got one of the, I think you only got one gem and it ended up being one with an advantage and it was the create your own advantage or command advantage. Right. So you basically tell us what you want the command to say, tell us where you want it to work, tell us what you want the command to be, and uh, boom, we would do it. <laughs> We'd make it for you. Uh, talk me through the command you made. Sure. So, like, I mean, information is useful in the game. I didn't know really what it... I wanted something that was going to be believable and, like, flexible. Um, we had just done, with the with the idol hunt, um, there was, like, some Greek mythology of, like, different... Of, like, the different nymphs. Mm -hmm. So, um, I ended up building off that. I think... I don't know. I had, I, had, I had one other variant. I was between that and one other thing. I don't remember what the other thing was. But I ended up going with that. And, um, I think I made it sound, I think I made, it was like Garden of Triope or something. It was, I, yeah. I Googled another nymph that was in the family of the other nymphs that were the clue to the first or second idol or whatever it was. Um, and I figured just having a fake auto clue, like, could be useful in a few, in a few ways. Um, I think I was planning, I never got to use it, but I was planning to really use it just to build trust with someone that I hadn't built trust with yet. Mm -hmm. In the game, I figured it would be useful to just share an idle clue with someone, or I could, or if we needed it as a distraction, that could work too. 
Um, so, I mean, there wasn't that much... It wasn't, like, a super overpowered. It, it might not have been that good, a, that useful an advantage at all, but I decided... I was having fun screwing around with people, so, you know, <laughs> I, went, I, I did something that I knew I would enjoy and that I thought might be practical, but it's what it was. <laughs> yes, the command you created was exclamation point garden of Dryope, and the response was Dryope, the adopted sister of the Hamadryad, is not considered a daughter of the forest. Her lover, Apollo, built a small garden for her in a secret grove due west of the soul's center. Some say holy artifacts of the gods still reside there for those with enough wit to find it. Uh, all things considered, I we we've only done this at least as it as it appears for you this the one time. Um, and not be and I don't think it's not that we haven't done it since then because it failed, but I don't know that I I don't know that, I don't know that I'd say that it failed exactly, but um, I think I think if somebody had seen this I, I i don't know like i don't know that there's any reason they wouldn't expect it to be real yeah i mean i didn't i mean the main thing was i didn't want people to think i had an advantage from the gem game mm -hmm. that was the most thing that was the most important thing to me and i think i deflected that well i don't think anyone knew i had it yeah I, i'm not sure i'm not i don't think i ever told anyone i, I know you didn't i know you shared that info in like uh, Ponderosa, but I don't think you said anything sure. during the game. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to use it at all because I mean we were on track to vote out the next four people, so like or the next. <laughs> people. So, um, yeah, nothing. An opportunity to use it didn't come quite in time, right? And until too late. <laughs> so, but I had fun. I mean, it was it was kind of, it was fun to have to think of something. Um. I'm not sure some people in the game. I'm not sure everyone would have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. A, I think it was. A, I think it was a fun little thing that suited me reasonably versus mm -hmm. who cared about it. So, uh, uh, all right. So you're immune. Shitters is immune. Reineke's are immune. Glorf has an idol. Second chance here to flush out his immunity idol. Um, did you? So like splitting the votes again. Was there a different approach this time, or was it kind of like the same thing, but this time shitters don't be an idiot? Yeah, I mean, we had not, it was still nine to three, so there wasn't, even if one person freaked out, it didn't matter at that point. Yeah. So I think we all kind of wanted Glorfindel gone. I think that was kind of the rally of the nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, or at least I thought it was. Um, um, I guess things were starting to talk against me and other plans maybe were starting to go on that I didn't quite consider. But Glorfindel was start. I think he was starting to call me out at this point and I knew I just needed him gone. <laughs> right. He was not, we were not getting along. He was not cooperating with me. I think I started to talk to the others like Harp, like Happy Harpy and Surround and they had given me the cold shoulder and I'm just like... None of these people want to work with me. Like, and I have eight other people that are I'm all that I'm communicating with. So okay, I guess this is easy. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, I want. I was. I mean, yeah. I think if Glorfindel had gone first, I think things really open up because, like, I did want to work with BBGG, but none of these other. But I think a lot of doors closed when after that first vote. 
and Gorf having an idol made things a lot harder to really mix things up at that point. And I was immune and yeah, I don't know. So it, that this vote wasn't too hard. I think it was more of, um, I think it was more of between, we, we knew Gorf was safe. So it was kind of between of Happy Harpy and Sir Our Table, like who do we want? Because I didn't really know either of them that well. So I think I sort of, I asked questions to people because I was talking, I was talking to the most people directly of our kind of voting block, but I didn't really care either way. I think I just tried to talk to people and listen and it coalesced towards around. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess like, so uh, I have a question here for you from uh, Sir Our Table, uh, which applies now. You know, so like you said, it's the three was Glorf, Table, and Harpy. They were the ones on the outside. RFF, Glorf has an, an idol. So you have to split the vote between him and one of the other people. And so his question was, you know, was there, I guess, like, what, if anything, led you more towards him instead of Harpy? But then on the other side of, like, was there a reason beyond him being just connected to Glorf? For the re for for why you voted him, or if like if like you kind of said like if Glorf gets voted out that first vote, you know is this does like this this never even happen? Does it never even occur to you to like target him for any reason, at least uh, related to Glorfindel? Yeah. I mean, it was nothing personal against Tabby Arp or him. Like it just like with BBG not there, and like nine was already too many too many people to work together. Like. I, I mean, I had led that first vote, really, so I was comfortable. I don't know what other talks really particularly happened or who could have initiated. Um, the only person with a big voice in their group really seemed to be Glorfindel, and he wasn't doing much. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I imagine Crab was talking to people, but I didn't see any of that. Um I was talking, you know, I was talking, I was, at this point, I think I was starting to get a little closer to Barker. Mm -hmm. Barker was, Barker was quickly becoming my other person besides Shitters. So, like, I was connecting with Barker. I felt good with Shitters. Um, Jesus was my, Jesus was my close ally. Like, I just had lots of allies. And, like, at least from my perspective, it was really up to, like, those that had a stronger opinion than me, like, like, cause like as an original photo, I had interacted with none of these people the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it was sort of like, okay, crab shitters, whoever, like of these two, like, what are your relationships? And I'm not going to be offended, but you guys decide, like, <laughs> I know nothing about these people. And like, <laughs> um, and I think that was unfortunate. Cause I think, I think, I think, there was just a lot. I think I had a lot of tension, tension in particular, and I think once Gorfindel like pointed that at me, I think I don't I don't know what exactly it was, but I I think I I think I became the figurehead of like this block that had taken out BBGG and was out to get them. Yeah, and yeah, like I didn't I didn't care, and it didn't. I don't know. It it was it was nothing personal at all. There was no particular reason. I was comfortable with either. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, there was no particular reason for who went at this vote. 
then, uh, okay, so the split happens. Glorf places idle. He's safe. The other four votes uh, on table. Uh, so he's voted out four to two to one. They put two votes on Jesus and uh, one vote on Barker. And uh, so table, first person voted out that joins the jury. So BBGG, not part of the jury, table is. And so is there any, I don't know, is there any impact from re- recognizing that this part of the game has arrived in terms of like how you handle anything? I don't think as much as, as based on the little survivor I'd watched, I don't think I understood anything that much. <laughs> I had watched Samoa before. Oof. <laughs> Starting heroes versus villains before. Talk before. about uh, jury management. <laughs> yeah, during the season, I had yeah I had watched Samoa was not a good example for uh, for how to how to think about the jury going into the merge. So, um, <laughs> um, like, yeah, I mean, I wanted to work with BBGG. That didn't happen. It was just another vote. Um, at this point. A lot of these people didn't like me that I that weren't in my nine person voting block. So I don't know if I could have mitigated that with what had happened without stirring things. Um which was a little unfortunate. Um I think I could have definitely I think if there was more communication like before that first vote, that definitely would have helped. I know Glorfindel and I hash this a lot in Ponderosa. Yeah. <laughs> That, well, like, maybe if we had gotten past, like, because they had just superficially told me to vote Cheez-Its, and I had gotten nine people together, and I'm like, we're going to nuke you guys. <laughs> um, and I think if we had had a less superficial conversation before any votes had been cast, maybe that could have been diffused enough where there would have been more flexibility in like reorganizing after that first vote, but that didn't happen. Right. And I didn't think about the repercussions if if I got to the end and there was a jury. So it was kind of it would all the votes are all, all the votes were beating were being treated the same, like pre jury or jury. And I think I think no one was quite handling that well, like either way. Yeah. To be fair. It wasn't I don't think it was just me. Yeah, I I'd agree. Um, yeah, table voted out, first member of the jury. And now this is the next challenge is the item swap one that you referenced before. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit of a background here. We tested, this is one of the challenges that we had tested prior to the season with um, some of the VIPs. And we tested it multiple different ways, different types of items that we had used and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, and... We were, I was absolutely aware that this is a challenge that could 100% be gamed by the players the way it ends up being, the way it ends up turning out. The thing that I was hoping uh, was that the, the, I guess, the um, the dynamics in the game wouldn't be so lopsided when this challenge happened. It was, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you know, if, if say, uh, there was, what, nine people left, I think, when this challenge, ha- or ten people left when this challenge happened, you know, six, four, five, five, or even, like, three, three, four, or something like that, and yeah. um, maybe things end up differently, but, uh, like, eight to two. 
an eight to alliance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's, there's not a chance. I mean, yeah. I mean, Lorfindel must have been going crazy. Like all of these immunity challenges in a row. Were oh yeah. Terrible, like, terrible <laughs> schedule of immunity challenges because they were all easily, not not necessarily easily, but they were all capable of being like manipulated I, if you had a big like, enough group. I think it made things a little more nasty too, because like they knew we were targeting them, and right. I can understand that's not very comfortable, especially no. if you, like don't know anyone very well, and it was I can understand that perspective, like. Yeah, so I mean, what happened? I I think um, how did it end up? On, I think I suggested Link Link, because like we had eight people, not everyone was really together together. Mm -hmm. I think like me, Barker, Crab Shitters were doing a lot of the decision making together, and I I wanted we wanted to pile on someone neutral that that if some you know because I mean eight people isn't a very solid alliance. It wasn't like we we're all like buddy but perfectly buddy buddy with together so i think i just kind of talked to my core people and i was like and i i asked them all like is link link okay and no one really objected so i start i think i i think me and jesus started i, I think we started it and or maybe it was shitters or barker I, I don't know i think two of us just gave a shit ton of the things to link link and told her to go and then I told, <laughs> and then I told everyone else, just do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and we don't have to think about this vote. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so, and I think that got a little nasty. Like, I think I bamboozled Glorf for a stick. <laughs> I think that's right as well. Um, and I didn't have to be that asshole. Um, I was calling the stick Mr. Pointy, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was fun. <laughs> I was having too much fun with it. Immediately. Um... So I think that also made relationships worse. I don't think anyone was too happy leaving that. <laughs> no. Um, uh, um, yeah. yeah. So everybody started out with 10 gems worth of value in the items they had with the caveat that if it's an item you started with, you don't get any points for it at the end. So you have to trade away your items to get any points. Link yeah. Link ended up with 32 gems worth of value um, across her seven items that she was given in this game. What was second? Was it like what? Well, what was second in that challenge? Uh, uh, Bun was second. He had 16 points. He had 16. Everyone else was under 10. So, uh, Whoops. yeah. So, yeah. you know, definitely uh, just sucked the air out of the room uh because like like you said it was you you decided on link link and that was i mean that was it like there wasn't anything anyone else was going to be able to do about that and yeah uh, i mean four people gave their top item to her and like yeah <laughs> right <laughs> so uh link link immunity and we're and now uh no idol left the target is Glorfindel, and you're finally going to get rid of him. Yeah, and I think I don't remember. I don't remember what led up to that, but I think I think I had had another conversation with him, and we were not gelling at this point. No. Um, and then I wouldn't shut up during tribal, which <laughs> I think I was very vocal at every tribal I was at. But I think this is the tribal where I became particularly vocal. Um. 
and it was i guess i i didn't realize it because i was very heated but apparently i pissed off a lot of people at this tribal mm -hmm. even though they're all voting together for Glorfindel. <laughs> so yeah and i was very unaware of it like i i don't know we were i think we were still i think we were arguing a lot over like voting philosophy and i don't know i i was just i we just i don't i don't remember what i said but we were just not on the same page and he was pissed at me yeah so do you uh do you remember the voting parchment you made this for this one yeah i had um <laughs> elfo whatever yeah <laughs> and i was very nasty <laughs> i think he was being he, or he said he would, I think Glorf made an offhand comment that he'll vote for whoever stabs him in the back. Uh oh, <laughs> I think that I remember that now that you said something. So that's where that came from. I'm like, okay, I'll draw Elfo and I'll draw him being stabbed in the back. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Glorf will be appreciative of the joke, but I don't think he was. And I think everyone else sort of stared at, I think, no, I don't think many other people heard his comment when he made it, wherever that was. Yeah. I mean, I think it I don't know if it was in private chat or the camp, but I guess some people were really appalled that I did that. I don't know. Um, again, like most of my parchments were light fun. Like they weren't intended as whatever, but I don't think the playfulness rubbed out well with people. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think they understood my, I think maybe my dark, my dark sense of humor wasn't appreciated by all for whatever reason um no no, no. i would say not <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few uh negative reactions to the message with that particular parchment on it in the key events channel okay. <laughs> um but all things said uh five votes on glorf three votes on harpy i think yeah and then a vote Wait, each I... on Glorf voted for you voted for me who did and uh, Harpy voted for cheeses so yeah um he's out you got him out yay yay and, and that's where the game and uh and then everything went perfectly well yes <laughs> happily ever after um so I guess so, so at this point knowing he's out the only person left from the like glorfindel group is harpy uh yeah. and then there's this this like behemoth of eight people who had a common enemy and now they don't really have that anymore what yeah we had had like the rest day i think and no one really wanted to talk yeah because what happened or go ahead I, what were you what were well, you starting to say i was just going to say like where how where how did you like resituate yourself in like the new dynamics of this tribe without this like Glorfindel figure to target? I mean, my next target, like I thought I was getting well with Barker, Renecki, and Shitters, and I think next, like, I'm not sure. I I didn't really get to talk with anyone about the boat. Um, like I think I wanted probably to get rid of someone like Bun next. Or, like, we needed to somehow crack this eight-person alliance in a way that would give me a majority with, you know, a, we would need a, probably a new five-person majority, like, mm -hmm. moving forward. So I, I sort of knew who I was, like, working with. Like, I was working well with Shitters. I was working well with Barker. Crab was sort of there. I knew Crab was sort of a threat, but hadn't really 
gotten to know Crab well enough to know to really have a read on her. Mm -hmm. And I guess I thought Link Link was okay with me because I had just given her immunity, like the last vote, and we were talking. But apparently she was fed up with me at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I did not read because I was talking a lot with her, I mean, relative to, I mean, I wasn't talking with Bun at all. I wasn't really talking to Jesus at all until Jesus told me that I'm his biggest threat. <laughs> <laughs> I was a private message. Um, so like, I kind of thought I was working with Barker and Renke and Shitters and Shitters thought he had Bun and Crab. And I thought we were in like a reasonable place to regroup and, I had had, I think I'd had that conversation with Jesus either before the glow forward or right after about sort of moving forward. And I was trying to, I was planning to talk to people, but not many people talked like after that vote. So I didn't really get to talk with, I really didn't get to talk with anyone before that challenge. Like we had taken a rest day <laughs> and yeah. I had a loop. I had a loose idea of who I wanted to work with, but I hadn't talked with anyone to see where the target was going. So, like, I figured, Har I figured Harpy was there. No, a bunch of people just voted for her. Like, mm -hmm. I thought I was well connected with like everyone because I I had been the main facilitator of like the prior three votes. So, like, I think I had the most connections to people of everyone. So. I mean, unfortunately, I didn't talk strategy with anyone besides a little bit post of that, before that vote. So that's kind of what my mindset was, like, in that um, in-between time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, so, and that's kind of, and I, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say that, um, that that was different from anyone else, like, you know, and I wouldn't say that there was anybody else like having an in any in-depth like strategy conversations leading up to this next quote unquote immunity challenge. Uh, yeah. So every, everyone kind of entered it relatively speaking in the dark and uh, which for me made it pretty fun because <laughs> turns out it wasn't an immunity challenge. It was just another tribal council. I'm glad it was fun for some people. <laughs> <laughs> It was. Um, yeah. So you get to this immunity channel, your DMs and like camp channel shut off immediately. And, and I, and like, there's nothing there. Like there's no challenge waiting for you. And then reality creeps in. And, and I finally say like, please use the tribal command to join me at tribal council. Uh, what goes through your mind in a situation like that? I had no thoughts. I mean, I don't think anyone knew what was going to happen because, like, it, it was well-timed because, like, we had just polished off, like, the head of the alliance we were all targeting and we had, you know, eight people plus Harpy and the power dynamic hadn't shifted. Like, nothing had really happened yet. So it was kind of, like, free-for-all. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, I don't know. I mean, I had no thoughts really i i certainly wasn't expecting that to be the challenge like so i don't know there was there was no planning it was completely you know by the seat of whatever <laughs> right did uh, so i guess i don't know like 
at, knowing how you are and how you'd played up until this point, um, you know, you definitely seem like the kind of person who. I pre-planned everything. I mean, I exactly. Was talk, yeah. I was talk. I talked every person down off the cliff of what they were going to do and got shit organized for to yes. every person for every tribal. I mean, I so like this was not not great. <laughs> well, yeah. So like, how do you? Because I, 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 I don't remember. There wasn't a ton of like open strategy talk. There was a very there was a little bit of it uh, in the it, tribal channel, but not a ton. It was like me talking and it was Harpy talking. Yeah. And well, I mean, I had been taking that communication role for the larger group. So like, um, I don't know if she brought my name up early on, but I think I don't, I don't exactly know what that dynamic was. Um, I don't remember if I had a particular approach. I mean, I think I quickly became clear to me that we just needed to vote Harpy out because she was the last person left and like I didn't want to betray anyone in particular unless like because no one had really pissed at least from my perspective no one had really pissed anyone off like <laughs> at this point <laughs> um, I didn't think anyone had particularly rubbed anyone else the wrong way so I didn't know what was going to happen I awkwardly seemed to be the only one really talking um like how did the beginning of that go because i don't remember it all um let's see here i haven't looked in this since i was voted out really so do i want to look in this channel uh i mean there's like five minutes of everybody just freaking out (laughs) to start all right i mean going into it i thought i didn't think anyone but like barker I, i i figured barker I figured my trusted people like Barker, Ranky, Shitters would have voted with me no matter where we went. So like, I wasn't worried during the vote, and then only one person voted with me. So I don't. It crashed rather fast, and it did not process well with me. Like, um, like I thought I had good connections with people. I don't know. I think it quickly became clear because I was the one talking. Um. I think I quickly became Harpy's target. I, mean, I guess Harpy had talked with Link Link and Crab, right? Like, I don't know how much talk actually went on against me, like, in between and before things. I know, from my understanding, there was some discussion about me, like, after the first merge vote. And I think... I don't know how in-depth it was, really. I'd never looked. I'm trying to remember... I. Because I, I think you're right. I, I know Crab and at least Crab directly, maybe Link Link as well, had said to Harpy that they didn't like want to vote her out and want to keep her. Um, but I don't think that that was ever said in a sense of like vote, keep them over you specifically or anything like that. Yeah. And I think at some point you had said like, I think Harpy states in front of everybody that she's voting for you. Yeah. And, and I'm like, and I think oh, that shit. kind of galvanizes the like, oh wait, we can do this kind of mindset. Yeah, but like, I didn't understand it because like again, my I had like three close allies and like four boats in that shit show tribal like should have been <laughs> should have been fine, but then 
And I, I think at some point the target shifted to, to Renneke because he was very inactive and no one was really allied with him but me. But like, and then I, I think I deflected that back to Harpy because I was getting along with Ren, Ren, Renneke. <laughs> um, and so like, I don't, I mean, I looked at, I think, what exactly was the split? Like, so, I don't, it was... I know. I think Barker voted with me. I think Shitters voted for someone random because he didn't want to, because just to, Shitters voted neutrally, Renke voted for me, and then I think it was um, Crab, Link Link, and Harpy? Yes. Was it that? Yeah. So you, like, you and Barker vote for Harpy, uh, Crab, Link Link, Harpy, and Renke vote for you, Shitters and Cheese both vote for Renke, and Bun votes for Cheese. I don't, so, like, I don't, I don't get the Renneke split. It's, like, I was clearly defending Renneke, and I also, I think I made it very clear in the channel that I was voting for Harpy. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if, I don't know, like, what everyone's mindset was. Like, I clearly Harpy wanted me, and that wasn't going to change. Clearly, Crab thought I was a threat and was playing the most strategically and want, and realized this was an opportunity because she didn't, have as much leverage as me up to that point and clearly i had pissed off link link um and that she was just going gunning for me um i still don't know how that happened i i guess i mean i guess that relationship just started badly and she wasn't gonna be sweet talked so that was unfortunate and then i don't i don't know i mean barker got the message Mm-hmm. Um Renneke, Renneke and Cheezus were being pretty random. Like I'm not sure what they were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I had hoped I had hoped because I really had I think I really had been each of their closest allies. I hoped they would like kind of not I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. They kind of voted free spiritedly. And um I've never figured out Chitter's vote if that was on if that was on purpose because he had talked to Crab, or if that was just, or if there was some enough dislike of Renneke that it was just for Renneke. But I guess I, I don't know what exactly the resentment against me was, but I think it was three people wanted to target me at some point, and my closest allies didn't really either were neutral towards keeping me and didn't have strong feelings on this vote because the heat wasn't on them or I don't know if communication wasn't clear or if it was how I rubbed them. The prior tribal, clearly the prior tribal had a much larger impact than I thought. And I don't think there was enough time to kind of cool down on that. So about how, about how I had kind of blown up and Glorfindel and how that happened. So um it all kind of snowballed like i don't know yeah um, i i just went back through shitter's confessional to see if he had like kind of added any thoughts when he posted his reineke vote and he didn't he just plainly said he voted for reineke and then later that evening he sent a confessional message about how uh he said that he didn't like your gameplay but he still would have liked you to stay a couple of more votes because he trusted you and so doesn't really answer the question exactly. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think Shitters, Shitters was playing the Alliance game really well. Like, I thought Shitters and Barker were my closest allies, but Shitters was, I mean, Shitters was playing everyone very, very well. Like, apparently, like, I don't think I was viewed as, as useful to him as I had thought. Like, I don't think that was reciprocated as much, because he... He, I mean, I looked back, he was really close with Squirb, like, that first vote. Like, oh my god, that DM channel. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, him, Crab, and Squirb really, really had, I mean, like, given how little Foda communicated, like, I did not think that was possible, like, <laughs> in that pre-swap tribe that people had talked that much. Like, but all three of them were, like, gaming very much, like, that first vote. Um... And so I think, and then Shitters and Bun, no one knew it, or no one knew about the whole game. Like I, I, I could not for the life of me understand like what the hell Bun was doing the whole game. I kind of viewed him as like Jesus, um, and I didn't realize how well like Shitters was deflecting, keeping Bun. Like at every vote, at every vote, I'm like, is Bun really gonna do this? I never talked to Bun. One doesn't say a thing to me. Like, is he really voting with us? And Shitters would be like, yes, he's voting with us. Trust me. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> uh, and I I did not see that at all. Like, I don't I don't think anyone saw that. I don't I don't think it was realistic to expect that. So um uh, yeah, I don't know. Um and I think Shitters I I think like there there are certain people like having that time to talk with people about the strategy, I think is very important. Like, and um, like Shitters was a little. I mean, he was also he was also pretty paranoid and was good at like deflecting things. And I think not ha like I mean, we saw that in the BBGG vote. Like, I think not having time to talk to him. I think not having time to talk to Renaki. I think that I think not being able to talk to those two in particular really hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there was a relationship there that could have been leveraged that just didn't like turn on. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I think I think the heat on me would have stayed. I don't. I think even if I got out of this somehow with preparation, I mean, I had blasted through every single vote. I had taken a leadership role, like, and I had a lot of blood and attention on my hands from those votes. <laughs> True. So it's not like I would have gone much further, I don't think. I think, like, this group was very against people taking agency in anything. Like, <laughs> anyone that took agency was immediately voted out <laughs> after I left. Um, so, but it was, I felt betrayed, and it wasn't great to know that, like, none of those relate. To know that of my eight person, of the... Um, of the eight people in my alliance, only one voted with me. Right. So that really stung, and I was not thrilled about that, and I didn't know what I'd done, to be honest. And then I was in Ponderosa, and yeah. none of those people were fans of me. No. So, <laughs> I don't think that improved my reputation much, um, that series <laughs> of events. I don't think that did me any favors. No, um, it didn't. So. <laughs> I guess, like, so, you know, people get voted out of the game and, and depending on the circumstances, you know, like Glorfindel obviously had his own stuff going on. But like when he gets voted out, like he knew it was his time. He knew he was going to get voted out. Like it'd been him like three votes in a row. And for whatever reason, he'd been able to survive the first two. Couldn't do it the third time. So yeah, as much as it sucked, I'm sure it 
was something that he knew was coming. Whereas here, uh, not only just the fact that um, nobody really had any chance to like plan for this vote, but like you said, like all these people who you thought you were working with, thought you had the trust of, thought you could, you know, go further with, one person stuck with you. So the circumstances of you getting voted out, wildly different in that respect. Yeah. I mean, I had led every vote. I had perfect voting accuracy up to that point. I had only one vote against me from Glorfindel. Like, I didn't see anything. Like, I knew, I mean, I knew I wasn't super close. I knew, I knew I didn't have a close personal relationship with many people, but I had very, I felt I had very good working relationships with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I was the one... I was the one facilitating all discussion on the prior vote. So like, I don't know. I mean, I think I really overcompensated in panic because that's what had worked every other vote. And that strategy did not work very well in this pop console at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. It was. When, when you get to, to Ponderosa, you know, you're, I think the, the first, the instinct from a lot of people are to kind of like, okay, well, what just happened? If, if they don't fully understand why they get voted out or that they were getting voted out, like the first thought is like, well, how did that happen? What did I do wrong? Or what led to those circumstances? And I, I think mean, you in particular yeah. spent a lot of time in Ponderosa, like talking that out with yourself and anybody else who would listen. Um, yeah, I was, I was definitely playing one of the I was definitely one of the people playing the hardest and it was 26 days in a row and I was on top of an eight person alliance and everything was going well and then 30 minutes into a challenge it's over yeah and I go to Ponderosa and I see and Ponderosa I mean yeah I mean and I see the comments and I think Glorf and Surround were talking negative shit about me before I got there so I'm like oh great and I really wanted to dissect strategy, and we know how me talking strategy with Gorfindel was going. <laughs> and he was the only person active to talk to me, so that was a match made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to, I mean, it really was not a malice. I just wanted, I didn't know what the hell happened, because I had, I could have sworn that Shitters and Barker were going to vote with me, and that one or two of link and jesus and renicky like i i assume one or hopefully two would have voted with me but then only one person did and i know i had no clue what the hell had just happened i was just like what the hell like i had i mean i had complete control of the whole game and then it was and then that happened <laughs> yeah and I'm, where did these seven people vote what were they doing what have, <laughs> what have i been missing <laughs> um so that took a while and it was not the best company to dissect what it happened with so um and i understand like they don't and i was yeah um i understand if that's not their thing and but i i think i think there were, i think the negative feelings that were there from the prior votes didn't help <laughs> nothing helped it was just like a terrible scenario yeah. So I guess then now that you're out of the game and on the one hand, like trying to like, come to terms with what had happened, the other side of it is you have to kind of look ahead and see, okay, I'm gonna have to cast a vote at the end of this for the person I think deserves to win. 
where yeah. uh, I guess like so one when you're whenever it, you had the first opportunity to really think about that question did you uh, you know did you have a, a, a clear answer at that point in time had did that answer end up changing as the season progressed um you know or was it like was it shitters from the first time you considered it and it's just like okay like all he has to do is keep getting to the end and like it's shitters or was it somebody else and then they get voted out and then you somebody else they get voted out somebody else how did that work for you i mean it was kind of hard i the of all the people i talked strategy in the game shitters was the biggest involved in all the decisions that i had thought i could contributed to so like i had a lot of respect for that um I certainly had the biggest, or at least I thought I had the biggest view into his game versus anyone else. Um, I had a lot of respect for Barker too, um, and Crab. Um, like I think, I think Shitter, Barker, and Crab were at the time I was gone. I think they were probably the three potentially most strategically doing stuff. I mean, I respect the strategic game. Like, yeah, I thought I was doing a great job up to that point. I respect people that are thoughtfully engaging with other people and like, and like, um, I kind of thought, I kind of felt that should be what motivates a good player. It wasn't necessarily about, I don't know what else. Cause no one really dominated was dominating in like challenge or any other aspect at that point. I mean, it's hard to, cause like that social element, um, in online is a little different. Um, so yeah, I felt like I had a good view in the shooters game. I felt like shooters was like my number two in command of all these votes. So like I had a lot of respect for what he was doing. Um, Parker, I didn't have quite as much of a view of who else he was talking with besides me. I knew he was talking with Crab, and I didn't have that piece. Um, I think once the first person was voted out, I knew Crab had more or less led that vote with Link Link. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly had a lot of respect for that. I mean, she was playing very well. Like I think. I think if she, I think if she survives and and shooters goes at that rock vote or whatever, like I was upset about my vote out, but like I would have probably voted for her if she made it to the end for getting rid of me. Um, so like I had a lot of respect for that because she she was being very strategic and we really hadn't. Um, she she had gotten me good because I thought we were on good terms pretty much because she was the second closest ally of my closest ally, which was shitters. And I didn't really see that danger at all. So like she was really playing well, like, and I thought, I thought she was, she was probably playing the most strategic game of everyone else. Mm-hmm. I would say more than shitters. Um, and I think Barker towards the end was playing good, but he couldn't get rid of shitters. Um, and I think a lot of the people, I think, like, the people on his swap tribe, like, I think Glorfindel and Surround weren't really happy with Barker. I don't, I didn't really know much of their dynamics at all. So I didn't really understand that. But, like, I think if, I think if Shitters didn't make it to the end and Barker made it to the end with whoever, like, I would have been, I would have been a reasonable advocate for him. Like, I was talking strategy with him and, like, um, I mean, he wasn't doing anything groundbreaking, but he was being i mean he was doing reasonable things like i think he was being at least from what i saw he was being more thoughtful towards um like planning the votes versus what i was seeing from a lot of other people because it seemed like jesus was always a little busy and was kind of go with the flow 
and like I appreciated that Barker wanted to talk about things and like so there was some planning with him so I respected that so but unfortunately he put all of his eggs and we got to get rid of shitters and then he went to the end with shitters because <laughs> bun went flip <laughs> so uh I think he didn't get quite the respect he deserves on that um so I don't know that was kind of my first thoughts once I calmed down of like of the players left um yeah and then okay i like that uh how i'm always curious like watching the the tribal councils which is really the only thing you can see until somebody else joins you like is there really and and maybe it's different i'm sure it's different for each person but like was there much information you were able to gather from like the conversations happening at tribal or was most of what you were learning coming from the people who get voted out that actually could just say whatever they wanted? I didn't really learn anything from tribal. I mean, after I was voted out, I there was a zillion permutations of how things could have gone. Because I, I mean, I didn't know for like two votes who was who was really leading things. Because like again, I had thought I was in charge, and one of seven, one of eight people voted with me. So I had no clue what that rebalance was because I hadn't entirely figured it out. I kind of. I think I figured out, I knew it was Harpy, and I knew Link Link was probably unhappy with me, and I suspected Crab was was a strong strategic player, but, like, I didn't know till Renki and Harpy got voted out and got to talk to people, and it wasn't, like, there wasn't, I don't know exactly what the strategy, I didn't think too much about the strategy at that point, about what was happening, like, in the game, because it really... It didn't matter so much. I mean, it it, se- it seemed like there wasn't a clear direction with like the with the few, with the first few people that followed after me. It was hard to really read because um, Renki wasn't in the loop at all. They just kind of got rid of him because he wasn't connected to anyone. Um, and then did Harpy go next? Yes, I right. think she she went next because uh, she didn't have many connections. And then I think it was, was it Link Link or Crab? I think, was it Crab then Link Link? Crab but, on rocks. And then Link Link sure. voted out after that. Yeah, so I guess when I got to six, like, things had to give. And I didn't quite know where the alliances were. Because I knew Crab was with Shitters. And I thought Barker was with Crab. But I guess there was that divide over, like, which of them or whatever i mean we didn't see like that the thing with the mermaid and the idol hunting and whatever they were doing like i mm-hmm. we had no way to go into that so it was it was sort of interesting to know like who was with who like i didn't really it was kind of weird because it was like all the it was like all the at the final six i feel like it was all the allies i intended to bring with me <laughs> later in the game so it was like it was like most of my good allies uh, but i didn't know what was happening because they seem to be not very decisive <laughs> yeah after after i was gone it seemed like there wasn't much decisiveness with each vote <laughs> it like a lot of rambling. yeah uh so i don't know i mean yeah we, we basically talked to people tried to figure out what the prior votes were i think i think each vote prior became didn't become clearer till like two more people have been voted out and we got to get a view mm-hmm. so it wasn't super helpful uh when we get down to the final three so uh bun barker shitters um you know 
going into that final tribal, was there, I guess, like how how heavily were you leaning toward shitters, uh, and how important were was the answers that they were going to give at that final tribal? I think we all knew shitters had won. I don't think. I mean, Glorf was making sarcastic comments about Barker, and Barker was really the only other person in my mind that was worth a vote. I mean, Bun Bun had a great relationship with Shitters, but no one saw that the entire game. We didn't talk with anyone. I mean, he was actually pretty strong at challenges, and I think we got to appreciate that. But I don't... I, I think no one was considering Bun, and I think because Barker's big move had failed twice, um, I was considering it... I think I was considering it a little, and did Renneke vote for Barker? Yes. But, I mean, how many jurors were there? Seven? Eight? Eight. Eight? I mean, five other people had made it clear they were voting shitters for <laughs> six. <laughs> so, like, there was it wasn't going to matter at all. Yeah. Um, Barker, had, has made his, Barker had, has, had made his gambit that we had to get rid of shitters two votes in a row, and that didn't happen. And, like, what did he have? So, um, but I, I appreciate that he, like, good effort like i don't think he i don't think he played that bad a game at all to be honest like i think he i mean he stuck with the right majority of the whole time he was never in danger he was playing a role in major decisions it just the last two went bad for him and no one else paid attention <laughs> to what he had done the whole game so like right unfortunate um like sorry i i think a lot of the pre-merge things i think Barker and Shaders and even Bun, you know, they all ha- they all deserve some credit. They, I mean, we were all in the same mega alliance, like up to my vote out. So like a lot of the credit was shared. There wasn't a lot of diversity in gameplay to really break down other. And like Shaders had really shined at the end of the game. He had made strong relationships. He had gotten someone to go to rocks for him. He was winning challenges. Like he had clearly played the social game the best of everyone like and he was winning challenges and there was no stopping that train once he once he made it <laughs> he had played a very solid game yes um so there was no complaints from the jury we were ready to just do it yeah uh, i think this was one of the if not the shortest uh final travels we had because everyone was just on the same page yeah um so uh the votes all come in and and like you said seven people voted for shitters you had one vote for barker from reineke uh shitters is the champion um then there were uh superlatives to be awarded of which you received two uh you were (laughs) the viewers (laughs) the viewers considered you the most paranoid player of the season I knew that. I mean, I knew that the whole time. That was not a surprise <laughs> to me. Um, uh, I was definitely the most perfect player by far. And you were then also voted the villain of the season. Yes. How does that... Um, what does that feel like? I mean, like, being in the lounge two seasons after, like, I did not have any appreciation of what the heck, like... <laughs> Who is in the lounge? Who's perceiving us? Like, how are they taking our confessionals and our gameplay? Um, I don't know if I expected to be the villain. I think 
did I did I even know what the superlatives were? Like, did I know a list before going into that? I don't even uh, think. probably not I'm guessing Yeah, I don't. I think I might have saw in like the prior season what happens in the finale, but I really had no idea. I knew I had. I mean, I think I kind of became a mob boss like through my elimination. Like, I like. I mean, I, I mean, I saw after how. Like, after voting out Trophy and BBGG, and they're in the lounge, and of course I'm going to be shit on, because I organized both those votes. <laughs> and Lou, and everyone that was nice, and I sent them there. So, I mean, I get it. It wasn't... Um, I mean, I'm proud that I, I... I think I played very strategically early. I think I was doing sharp things, so, like, I... I heartily embrace it. Like <laughs> if people are pissed at me, oh well. Yeah. Um, um, I had fun and I thought, I mean, at the time I thought I was making good decisions and everything gets a little overloaded about one or two or three weeks in. Right. Um, with your investment and, um, and I can see where I got a little, where get where I got, especially heated post-merge um but i get it i don't know um, i knew it would be me or like glorfindel like once i saw that i mean who else there yeah uh only or crab i guess only four people got votes for that one and you you pinned down one of the other two one of the other three in glorfindel so uh okay. you were the top two vote getters although to be honest, it, it was not a close vote whatsoever. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I yeah, <laughs> I voted off. Yeah, everyone. There was a lot of there was a lot of vote offs that I had responsibility for that I, people were not going to like me for in the end. I mean, I I think I took the heat for basically every vote that I was involved in, mm -hmm. like. I put myself very forward in like the decision making process. Like I don't think, well, maybe the Luke. I don't think Luke understood what had happened because he had brought in his star-crossed lovers trophy <laughs> Jesus thing and bombed, <laughs> and bombed that, and I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> uh, but I think everyone else, after each vote, I don't. I I think I think people saw how active I was being. I don't think I. I didn't especially hide that very well. <laughs> um, it was not a very, it was not very subtle in like where the decisions were coming from. I think there was like free flow of information. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, all that said, I don't know, like, is there anything else from the game that I don't know that we didn't touch on that you can think of? Um, I wrote some notes last night. Let's see. I think we we touched almost everything. I think it would have been nice if like Foda lost a challenge early. I think not like having a vote with like Renicky and BBG BG like hurt me mm -hmm. to be um so some of those voting dynamics, like I think there were some interesting things, but um yeah, I don't know. I mean we we covered everything, I think. Okay. Well, uh, as far as I'm aware, I will be talking to Renicky next. Um, at least he's he's said that he's 
up to that, so I assume that's going to happen. Hasn't been scheduled yet. But uh, is there anything that you want me to ask him when I talk to him? Yeah, I guess I'm curious what his prep was for that magic um, community that he won. Because, like, I'm not sure. Um, I'm curious how. I'm curious from his perspective, like, how involved he, like, what his strategy going into that was. Because he really. I was really surprised that he sniped me, that he was, like, that deep into the game. He did a really good job at, like, like, he was not really in it at the beginning. But when I woke up, like, that second day of the challenge, he was, like, killing it. So, um, I guess hearing him talk about that would be interesting to me. Okay. Because um, that was a really strong moment for him. I was impressed. And I'm curious what, what he was thinking going into that <laughs> and how he did it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I will. Be sure to get his thoughts on that. Uh, and then, I don't know, I guess I guess that's kind of it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess. well, actually, before... Uh, I, so, you, it, it, I never really found a good way to, to shove this into the conversation <laughs> while we were talking, but um, you mentioned, uh, you know, Shitters being the person you spent most of your time talking strategy with, and you had the most in-depth conversations with him uh your dm channel with shitters was the largest dm channel in the game in the season wow okay <laughs> uh, there, you had 3437 total messages the second largest dm channel of the season was crab and shitters with just 2136 messages so 1300 more messages than the second most second largest dm channel yeah i mean when we were we were doing a lot with the web like pre like pre-merge we were doing a lot of just like casual like late night web hunting and looking around like mm -hmm. they talk a lot like yeah i think everything i think everything strategy wise and i did in the game i ran by shitters first pretty much because like he was the only he was the first person i voted with that like i had built a good relationship with because i jesus was not the one person of my tribe I would have picked, like, from that swap. And then, um, I think both being in Arizona and both on the same time zone, like, it was just easy to connect with him. Right. Quickly. Like, we just got along pretty, fairly easily. Um, not that we talked much outside the game, but it was, like, I think, I think, um, we definitely had a lot of, like, communication. Wow, we had that many messages and I was voted out, like, <laughs> <laughs> A third into the merge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never, I never noticed that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the so. fifth largest DM channel in Alliance history. Um, and at the end of your season, uh, it was the third largest. Uh, only two since then have been larger. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the other thing you mentioned sharing so many messages. Uh, you mentioned being like kind of like an open book. Uh, with your confessionals and the stats bear that out too <laughs> you uh yeah, i give lots of updates i don't know what's nice you shared you shared 275 confessionals or 74 confessionals with the viewers which is the fifth most of a player it also uh -huh. represents 44.77 percent of the total confessional messages in your confessional which is the fifth most fifth highest percentage of confessional messages that were shared with the viewers so yeah yeah i don't know how the viewers took it i never really got <laughs> that good. i 
it's tough. Like, obviously, you know, they felt a certain type of way about some of the stuff he did. But I think, I think like 99% of the people who, who are in the viewer's lounge would much rather see that than nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you look at somebody like Bun, who shared, I think, like 10 messages the whole game. Um, not that he, not that he like talked a lot in general, but you know, he, he was especially, uh, stingy, I guess I'll say, uh, with, with sharing his thoughts about things. Um, right. Or, I mean, even shitters, like he shared 48 messages total. Um, wow. So, you know, you, you, there's that huge disparity and it, I mean, part of it is, you know, are you thinking differently than the way you're presenting yourself? And I think for Shitters, that was definitely not the case. Like, I think what they saw of Shitters in his DMs or wherever was probably just him being himself. And, like, I don't think there was, like, a lot of deception going on. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Crab, who had the most shared confessionals on your season at 329, like, she was thinking a lot about, like, what was going on behind the scenes, what was, like, all these different dynamics and, like, what she actually thought compared to, like, what she was telling people she thought. And yeah, so, like, she was, her yeah. number gets much higher. That doesn't surprise me looking back, because, like, I... Nothing registered on my radar that she was lying to me, like, when we were talking, but I think quite a few things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Right. Uh, even there is Sally. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I was pretty honest in my confessionals. I mean, did I... I did some deceptive things, I mean, but I was... I talked a lot with everyone. Like, I think, I don't know. A lot of my talking with people was gameplay. Like, it wasn't yeah. very personal conversation. And I wish maybe that I was a little less like that. I don't know. I don't know how well it really worked for me. Um, I kind of just had a lot of information. And I I, I shared and talked with a lot of people. Um, and I tried, I mean, I, I tried to be as, I was, I, at least what I put in my confessional, like, was what I was thinking and doing. And I don't know if it was too much or just the contents of what I was thinking and doing that maybe wasn't the greatest because I was being very aggressive and a little chaotic with the web and shit. And so, like, I get, and um, I, clearly I was very flamed with certain individuals and that it felt fast. And I understand that when I'm sharing every thought about that so i i get it like <laughs> yeah i get that that's not necessarily what people wanted to hear but i kind of stream of consciousness like a lot of what i was what was happening to me is as, as i was playing like it wasn't it was very unfiltered for better or worse <laughs> right uh, well uh i guess i guess that's it uh we kind of touched on everything and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Yeah, happy. It was fun, Plexi. Um, yeah, it was fun to recap and yeah, good to talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> Does it? I guess like looking. I don't know. Like how how has your perception of like the game and, and maybe even your like yourself within the game like changed in the times that it, since it's happened? I mean. It was a really fun, I mean, it was a very involved experience for me. Like, I was very much tied into it at the time. And I think, like, seeing that reflection afterwards of how I interacted with others and maybe trying to 
I mean, try, trying to piece it all out at the end, I think I learned a little bit about maybe how I interact with people. And I think you can always like learn from that. Cause I, I think a lot of, I think a lot of what happened when I got very emotional and aggressive towards the end with some of the votes and things got fuming, like, you know, things, things, um, you know, it's all a reflection of like who you are and, you know, it's things to think about. I don't know. I mean, it was, is a, I mean, it's a very, it's a, I mean, every, everything that I did is, you know, typed out and saved and, 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 you know, and I, you know, like I was able to go back and see like what my state was. And I, I think, I think having that imprint of like that investment, um, is an interesting learning experience to kind of go back and see that and see how others thought of that and see what you think of it at the time. And once you cool down and, um, so I thought it was, I, I found it a really cool experience. Like I, I immensely enjoyed it, like, Good. um, through, so it was very different. It was very, I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know what I expected at all doing this, but it was, <laughs> um, it could have been anything, but it was, I, it, it was a great experience. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was very immersive. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just thinking back when I when I asked you when we did an exit interview after you were voted out and I, I asked if you would ever play again, uh, you said, I definitely would, but I need to set some better ground rules for myself because time management quickly became my enemy. I get obsessive about things, so I quickly had other, my other priorities derail. Yeah, everything derailed. I mean, I was just starting to like work from home, like my data science job and... Um, I had competitive online bridge going out at the same time. And I was like staying up to like two, three, four AM each night, driving myself crazy. Like yeah. I wasn't sleeping. I had gone through cycles like that before where I crashed and burn out and that was healthy. Um, and, um, my commitment at the end of it, when I looked back, really surprised me how like deep I went into this. <laughs> yeah. But I really enjoyed it. So like. It's what it was, but I would need to, I think separating that would have been a little healthier for how I presented myself later in the game when I got very, like, one-tracked. I think it would have helped with that, and I think it would have been good for my general health just not to have done that quite to the same degree, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> yep. No, I get it. Uh, so, um... I guess, uh, fine. I, I don't know. I keep feel like I've said this like five times, but I guess that's it. <laughs> and, um, uh, yes, it is. I appreciate you taking the time and I hope you have a good rest of your evening. Thanks. You too. Uh, it's a lot of fun to recap this. Yeah, so. it absolutely was. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you'd like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Nexus Park. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out.
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.